What's up, daddies? Welcome to the 250th episode of the top two seed in the AFC podcast, Dunn and Drew. We have Austin Lane back on the podcast today, fresh off of his round one knockout at the Dana White Contender Series on ESPN+, Plus, earning himself a UFC contract. So we'll talk to him for about an hour on the show. Jacksonville Jaguars continue to blow out teams, blow our minds. Waiting for Eric to say something he didn't. The Dolphins are undefeated. Sorry, I'm catching up. <laughs> and the Giants are working uh, their way <laughs> to the same. We'll see what happens in the Monday Night Football game. There's a hurricane coming for our head. Man, it's coming for Tampa. And the Raiders are done. All right. Yikes. Here we go. And I still won't grow up. I'm a grown ass kid. Swear I should be locked up for stupid sh- that I did. But I'm a champion. So I turn tragedy to triumph. Make music that's fire. Do my soul through the wire. Boy, I thought I was in a high last weekend, but this week, I'm inebriated. It's not what I wrote, but I, fucking, <laughs> I wasn't reading it, so I fucking came up with that on the fly. Um, Jags obliterated the Chargers, which we said we finna act a fool if that happens. Check we, out our last video. Yeah, we, yeah, we did. YouTube.com slash Dun and Drew. Um, 2017 vibes. They're back. They're here. Hopefully, they're here to stay, and this is just not, you know, two week high. Um, I won another prize picks entry that hundred bucks. Come on, this shit easy, boy. This shit, this shit is too easy. I got another one tonight. Check it. You'll see if I won it. Probably won't, but um, I think it was six hundred dollars total this first month. So, two guys next to me got a got some catching up to do. Uh, My fantasy team dropped one hundred seventy five points. I think that's the first time I've ever seen that number. And with Zay Jones, my team's namesake, scored 24 in his breakout with the Jags. Penn State rolls on. Boy, I'm having an amazing week so far. But Good for you. Not a Jags podcast, though, so let's get into the show. Uh, that's all great. Uh, Dun and Drew is brought to you by the new merch we just oh. dropped, dunandrew.com. <laughs> also brought to you by our Patreon subs. You know who you are. We see you. We hear you. We love you. Patreon.com slash Dunn and Drew. We are the Kings of the Weekend. All right, Kings of the Weekend. Eric, I'll start with you. Doug motherfucking Peterson. Ah. Holy shit. What a God. What a King. What else you got? What a, what a Lord. House Peterson. I'm in it. I'm his lackey. I'm whatever you want me to be, Doug. I'll be your whore. I'll be his hand. Yes, Jack, what will you be? You know what? <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I know. I know. <laughs> it's, it's all right. Doug Peterson is my king. He's my king. He's my king. Like what he did to them Chargers boy with the team he has. Is Doug they? <sighs> it's, is it's, Doug they? Them? He's him. Oh, he's him. Doug is he. He's Z. He's Zay. He's Zay. Let me chill. <laughs> no, but my king of the weekend, Doug Peterson. That's a good pick. Uh, Doug is just come into this organization, and we look serious. Like, I have full confidence that our team is going to be prepared. Like, in the past, I'd be like, oh, gosh, we're facing uh, Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, Andy Reid. They definitely have 
the number our number when it comes to coaching like that they win that matchup like our co- how are our coach how's jack del rio gus bradley um mike malarkey urban meyer mm. how are they going to out coach uh the big dogs in the league but now we have one of them he won a super bowl he won a super bowl with nick Foles going up against coaching against bill belichick so we have one of those guys he's ours he's completely changed the organization in so, one off season it's crazy sounds like a uh, double king of the weekend uh nope not gonna <clears throat> not going to uh to uh double crown him this week i have my own kings of the weekend uh but we'll go jack uh kind of going off brand not really off brand because i'm not a jags podcast but Mm. uh different point i wrote down i'm gonna go chase daniel oh you're throwing me a curveball from what you wrote down right because uh so he didn't start this week sat on the bench again and collected a paycheck (laughs) and that paycheck uh I don't know what he's getting paid this year, but his career earnings I saw were forty-two million. Mm. He and that when you break it down, it comes to one hundred sixty thousand per pass attempt. <laughs> attempt. attempt, attempt. He's thrown two hundred sixty passes his whole career and made forty-two million. Wow. I, so I mean, that, what a I, I got to crown him for that. Like I feel like I, I think that's, that's an accomplishment. Do you think his Missouri career is worth that though? Like he had such a good career at Missouri. Like maybe he he deserves this. Uh, how, I'm, I'm trying to I feel like <laughs> that's just got to be right place at the right time yeah and being maybe just an easy guy to get along with I'm looking I, I think because his career starts are there are other he started he started five games in his career five games. He played in 71 but he started five I can't and how I, long has he been in the league since 2009 10 wow. oh my god 2010 he's 36 this decade-long career and he's just wow stealing a bag yeah. stealing Good for him. Ooh, yeah, good for him. King, King. Uh, Kaepernick. We don't. Not wanna, my King, We don't want to hear about you, Kaepernick lovers, because I know there's someone out there saying, "And you don't want to give Kaepernick a job." <laughs> it's uh, Arian. Chill. Podcast is staying very on brand. Uh, my Kings of the weekend, plural. The AFC South. We swept this past weekend the AFC West, the big bad AFC West. The Jaguars did what they did to the Chargers. The Titans beat the 0-3 Raiders. And the Colts, holy crap. The Colts beat the Chiefs. Stunning. AFC South, take a bow. Yes. I will I bend the knee. Now mm. I'm not a division um I'm not a division fan. You know, I don't um gas the AFC South like I'm an SEC fan. But as you shouldn't, right? As I shouldn't. Um, but to go like, if you told me preseason, like the things that are happening now, that if you told us a month ago, there's no believing it. No believing it. It's yeah, the, the Colts are going to beat the Chiefs. Maybe we believe that, but we definitely wouldn't believe it after last week. Yeah, but, uh, we wouldn't have because a week ago people were trashing the AFC South for having one win amongst all its teams, and that one win was the Jacks. And, and then they fast sweep, forward to yeah. one week later. Where we thought, you know, we would be sitting pretty because these teams in our division would, you know, be be losing. They actually come out here and they made the Raiders look like a childish team. And then the Colts come out here, host Patrick Mahomes, and they beat him somehow. So NFL doesn't make sense. I will go on the record and say I'm done doing that. I'm not going to do that anymore for the rest of the season. I'm not going to be like, oh, they're going to lose this because they're playing this team. No. So how are you going to do it? 
We'll just see. Just go when, look when, at the rosters. When these predictions, when these predictions come, I'll uh, I'll give my analysis hard. week by week. But I'm not going to be that bullish on any team. You picking the you picking anymore. the Jets to beat the Chiefs? Hey, I picked them to cover this week against the Bills. They didn't, but I did it. Um, or Bengals, not Bills. Yeah, yeah. we have <laughs> the Giants on Monday Night Football right now, playing trying to remain undefeated, which is a shocker. Another shocker. And we have the Raiders who are winless. So my question to you guys is who do you think would win a three and O giants or an O and three Raiders? It's crazy because That's a good question. Thank you. Uh, the rosters probably talent wise Raiders very Raiders. top heavy. Yeah, but you'd still probably take the Raiders over the giants. I would. And it's crazy just how this NFL season is unfolding because one's might be three and O and one's O and three. But you might say that the O and three team would beat the three and O team. So Maybe they play each other. Uh, might not. Not, if they, not not as his record, but no, they uh, they want to play each other because we play the NFC East this year. Apologies, anyone have uh, anyone to say sorry to? I hope so because that's your homework. I hope <laughs> did it. Eric, start with you again. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm saying sorry to Balky again. I. Because, like, what I'm seeing this season with this Jags, what's that? What I'm seeing with this Jags team, I would have never believed. So to see Trayvon Walker, Devin Lloyd, Devin Lloyd, two interceptions, like, I think he's leading the league well, to, or, or rookie-wise. In but we, it's not surprising to us. We had him in our top 100, I believe. I think you had him. Yeah, you did. Uh, we, I'm giving you credit there, but, yeah, I did. Yeah. I, it was either him. Uh, yeah, it was him. And you you did have him in the top 100 and I was not definitely not mad at the draft pick when we were in Vegas watching it. I was like, wow, that's I was confused steal um, until I heard about him. I didn't know who it was. Then he did the Duval chant. I was all on board. Yeah, that's I think the Duval chant is why Andy put him in the top 100. (laughs) He leads the league in passes defense and has two picks. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. And. So I'm saying sorry to Balky because, you know, he's been through the ringer this past uh, offseason and, you know, things have to age and this Jag season has not aged, but it's starting very well, better than anyone could have expected. Who had 38-10 Jags over Chargers and Devin Lloyd looking like a stud and our defense being one of the top two, three best? I don't know. What do we label them right now? They're one of those things, but they have- not two. They have two rookies starting for them, and they're a top defense in the NFL, and that's credit to the people in the front office drafting the players. So I'm sorry right now, but we'll see how the rest of the season goes. Jack, who's your apology to, and why is it Hurricane Ian? <laughs> Uh, I want you to tell me why I should apologize to Hurricane Ian. <laughs> I have another apology, but you can tell me that first. Ian's, uh, Ian's listening. Because when I was gassing up, Back when Ian went by Invest98 or whatever his name was, you texted saying, give it up. He's not hitting us. <laughs> and it's about to cut through Florida as a cat four and come right for us. So that's I, all on you. To defend myself, I think when I said that, see, I'm new to all this hurricane you stuff. You are. I thought you were still referring to Fiona. Um, mm. Yeah, gotcha. Cop out. Okay. <laughs> so Fiona, yeah, Fiona went on her way. She's doing her, she's doing her work up in Canada or something. Um, but yeah, this yeah. is uh, okay. Fair. That's no apology needed. Okay. So I'll let you do a different one. Uh, it's to you. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's not in here. Yeah, it's I like surprises. <laughs> um, did, uh, did you to give me like a prize picks entry that I took. No. And, 
I let you down this weekend <laughs> in something I know you care a lot about. Oh, mm. uh, it could be a lot of things. I went one and seven in fantasy this week. Oh God. <laughs> Where was the one? I won the, the one that I won. Uh, I, it was, I think by 0.7. Oh my goodness. So you almost went. Yeah. Oh, and bad week. And he said bad our, week. our pick, my picks here. That did poorly. Yeah. I'm down. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty down. Um, uh, you are well, apology accepted. Thanks. If you, it wouldn't have hurt so bad if you were in maybe like two, yeah, you'd just be zero and two or maybe one and two, yeah. one of two. Um, but yeah, apology accepted. Thank you for being honest. No problem. My apology is to Lamar Jackson for oh, all wow. the years on this podcast, making fun of him, saying that he can't throw. He'll oh. never get the team to, uh, through now, I haven't seen this yet, but through the playoffs to a Super Bowl, mm. but he might be leading the league in. Well, that's the toughest task. So, yeah, that is, that is pretty hard to do. He might be leading the league in uh, completion percentage, um, quarterback rating. I don't think he is leading in completion percentage. But do you want to know he's on pace for this season? Okay. Oh, I was going to get to it when the Ra- we do the Ravens score. Okay. No, yeah, we can do it. Oh, that, maybe that's a good tease, maybe for people to stick around. Yeah, yeah. stick yeah. around. Well, stick <laughs> around. We're going to give you a crazy stat. It's gonna be nuts. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, sorry, Lamar. You're like he's listening. Uh, you're he is. He he's crazy. He's just he <laughs> betting on himself and following through with it. He's got to stay healthy. Unless yeah, he does. Unless we're at a situation where maybe we might meet him in the playoffs. In that case, could give two shits. Um, like he did on that Monday Night Football game. Yeah. Remember you went to poop in the locker room? <laughs> <laughs> poop in the locker so room. So there, there were two quarterbacks I wanted to fantasy. It was Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. And my reason for Lamar was this whole contract situation. And I was like, Lamar is going to come out here and have an MVP season because this man wants to get paid. And so far through three games, you'll hear some stats later, but this man's doing it so far. So it's good on you. We're apologizing to him. Lamar is that guy. We're in like a new generation of quarterbacks with Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, where they didn't come into the league with the best uh, stats throwing wise, completion percentage. Um, they they uh, look like they were going to be projects, and they were, but they've they're successful projects. Jaguars have tried that with Blaine Gabbert, Blake Bortles, failed twice. I wonder if those players. I don't know what's different in the league right now. But it seems like projects are working more than they ever have. I wonder if Blake Bortles came into the league again now. Don't know what's different, but <laughs> it seems like all these things are now working. Yeah. Because, uh, like, Blaine Gabbert drafted purely off of potential, just like Josh Allen. Maybe it's the availability of coaches and developmental people that care about the play. I don't know. Well. I'm trying to make a stretch here. But I love the three quarterbacks you named. I don't necessarily categorize them as projects. I categorize them as all mobile quarterbacks. I think that's just the new wave of being ha- being a dual threat is most valuable, I think. Oh, didn't ask. So. <laughs> Sorry, I'll leave. Uh, yeah, they're definitely that could be it. I don't mobility. Know, I'm think of no, mobi- mobility helps, but you can't deny that like they all... They certainly are, yes. That's Lamar couldn't throw... Josh Allen can throw. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I didn't mean to take away that they aren't projects. I just think an, another that factor. helps. That I think that helps keep them. That kept them on the field. 
yes. because they were yeah. so good That's true. at that that it gave the team. The teams were like, all right, we can't give up on them. Right. That's why Daniel Jones still has a job. <laughs> yeah, probably because he's pretty mobile. Um, and speaking of hurricanes, um, Ooh, college like, football. Like Here we're we just talking. Uh, no, that. Oh, <laughs> goodness. Sorry, Miami fans. Yeah. Um, there <laughs> was another apology. Sorry, Miami. Wow. They're uh, talking like the Sunday night football game, even though the hurricane's coming through Florida, I think it's supposed to hit like Tampa Tuesday or Wednesday, but they're talking about the game Sunday. It's supposed to be Sunday night football Chiefs Bucks Mm -hmm. in Tampa. That could be in jeopardy because of this. So they're deciding what to do. And while they do that, I would like to formally offer a proposal for a different Sunday night football game if one needs Uh-oh. to be played in its stead. <laughs> and that game would obviously be the Jaguars 2-1 coming off of two incredibly impressive performances, have given up one touchdown in the last eight quarters, playing the hottest team probably in the NFL right now, the Philadelphia Eagles. Offense looks like a juggernaut. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of scary. As amazing as that sounds, we know that would never happen ever yeah. unless the Jags. Unless a hurricane comes through. That might be the only situation. We'll see. But if they were to flex another game, it'd probably be some stupid game. Yeah, it would. They, there's like no way. Cowboys, Red, uh, whatever the fuck. They hate the Jags. There's no way they're putting us in prime time on a Sunday night. So many storylines, though. Yeah. It would be per, it would be perfect, but for some reason Doug they, Peterson. they have something against the, the Jags. It's it's weird. There's bad teams all in. Well, the league, we've been trash probably for ten years. It's okay, but this has the making of all that you said. But will we see it? Probably not. See a Bucks Chiefs in the rain. <laughs> um, on to college football now. Won't be too won't be too uh, extensive. You yes. Know, we're just, <laughs> We're just yes. doing a, a recap of. I you're an analyst now. We're just doing a recap of the weekend because I'm I'm more invested in the preview of what's ahead rather than taking yeah. away what happened. Can we um, just can we just like fast forward to the playoff? I wish because you know it's going to be Bama, Jordan, Bama. But we got to figure out these last two teams. Who will number, they be? Number four team. Yeah. Um. So I will say Penn State has jumped into the top twelve. We are now. Oh, I thought you were going to say top ten. Oh no. Is that what's the difference? Uh, 10, 11. Is, that's, that feels different. <laughs> Here we go. Top um, ten, a little different. But I'm not. I'm not going to harp on Penn State too much because we have uh, Michigan in two weeks, who's undefeated and ranked um, fourth. So we need to win that game. Then after that, we play Minnesota, who's undefeated and just moved into the top twenty-five. Who has uh, their running back, who's a star? Yeah, they look really good. He's a senior now, right? Minnesota's running back. He was good last year, too. So. But he's he's tearing it up right now. He's, uh, I think he's averaging over 100 yards a game, and that's pretty big in college. Um, yeah. And to stay, and stay undefeated. Um, and then we play Ohio State after Minnesota. So I'm not going to get too hype early about being number 11. I know some of you fans out there of college football teams that are undefeated that are jumping in the top 25 are hype right now. You should be, but relax a little bit because this is college, not the NFL. So you lose one game, it's like you're done. You're, you're done. Yeah. Like your chances of winning, you're done. The chances of going to the playoffs are done. Your chances of winning your conference are still alive, unless you lose 
two conference games, then you're probably not going to be in the conference championship game. But it's it's likely, but it's you know less likely. But I'm uh, I'm worried. You know, we have that three game slog with those Big Ten teams. So. Uh, that's enough about Penn State. We got Georgia, Bam, Ohio State, who looks like a fucking machine. Like, who's stopping Ohio State? Michigan, Clemson, I think they're going to lose soon. They should have lost to Wake Forest. Told y'all last week they should have. Uh, that would have been a scary game for them. And it was. Wake Forest it was spooky. Um, Halloween. USC at number six. I think one of y'all had a prize picks entry on that one. Um, Kentucky at seven. Don't think that's going to last. Another SEC team, <laughs> Tennessee at eight, Oklahoma State at nine, NC State at ten. They're going to play Clemson. Oh, next week actually. That's mm-hmm. where College Game Day is going to be. NC State versus Clemson, number five versus number ten. And then Utah is back up after losing to Florida. They're number twelve right now. So, um, I do a lot of prize picks entries with college football, oh, uh, college football specifically, and I think because. I watch college football religiously. I think I know that these things are going to hit because there's a lot of offense in college football. So I'm like, more, 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 more. And like Anthony Richardson, he hadn't had over 100 or something pass yards in the first three weeks of the season. So I took his less against Tennessee. And this man had like 500 plus pass plus rush yards in the loss of Tennessee. I'm like, I can't win a prize picks entry for college football to save my life. I might go to baseball and see if I can win on some strikeouts. Um, but the top 25 teams that lost Monday that we can stop talking about Miami losing the middle Tennessee state UF. Thank God. I think we're done with them. No Gators. Uh, Texas lost to Texas tech. That was, that was ugly. Texas is not back. Never will be back. They're going to get destroyed when they join the sec <laughs> Oklahoma as well. Another team joining the sec who lost to Kansas state. Seems like Kansas state beats them every year. Arkansas, who was supposed to win this game against Texas A&M and then host Alabama next week, that's probably where game day would have went. Yeah. But Arkansas lost to Texas A&M and then Wake Forest, who couldn't pull it out against Clemson. So um, college football alive and well. I'm having a great time watching this shit so far this season. I remember when I fell out of watching this sport, I think during the pandemic, because it was like a shortened season one of those years. They played like – Five or six games, the Big Ten, I think, and Ohio State made the playoff at like six and zero. Oh. It's all yeah, Penn State to me. was like really bad that year too. Yeah, they were. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not invested in college football at all this year. But fast forward, it's 2022. I'm all in. It's, this shit's fun again, and um, I'll see y'all Thursday for the preview of Week Five. Yep. I believe. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Florida loses. You ain't got no college football team anymore. <laughs> Uh, join Bama. <laughs> it, it should, yeah, that's easy. Or if I join Bama, um, Nick Saban probably just retire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our week three NFL picks against the spread. ATS. <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> you know how when I'm sober, I kind of act a little drunk. Yeah. It's kind of happening right blacked, now. Boy, yeah. You blacked, boy. Blacked on H2O. <laughs> uh, anyway. What's our standings? I don't see it written in here. You're gonna surprise me. How did I do? Last, I kept. Last I kept. Week? I took it out of the doc because it's on Excel. Good. So, right. you, where is it? Do you want your week three or total? I want year. to know how I uh, uh, standings amongst everyone. Total current standings. Jack is in third at fourteen and twenty-one. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus. 
<laughs> Eric in second at 18 and 17. Oh, I'm above and 500. Jack, Andy in first at 19 and 16. Damn. Three games above 500. Jay, that's a bad look. I know. 14 and 21. That's a lot of ground to make up. When you get behind, it is hard to get yeah, back up. We'll see. <laughs> so I would know. I had a rough week last or year last year. Yeah, you did. Uh, but you did climb back. You did. All right. So when we review the games, can you, if you have it in front of you, just kind of throw out, remind me who I picked. Okay. Because I, I forget. Start with Thursday Night Football. Browns at Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> Browns at Steelers. I think we kind of you kind of reacted to this game live. Yeah. Or a little bit of it. But I need to ask Jack, are we getting Kenny Pickett soon? Your guy. Your Pittsburgh QB on I, your NFL team. I just don't know. Like, Tomlin is so hard to read. I don't know. Like, after the game, a reporter asked him in his press conference, are you thinking about making a switch or something along those lines? And he said uh, definitively no. Damn. His exact words are definitively no. Hard-headed. Um, I don't know. He's so hard to read. Why he a rhino? Um, and I'm <laughs> black. And no one wants Kenny Pickett to start more than I do. But me, shit. <laughs> but if I'm being honest, like Mitch isn't even like the biggest problem. Our offensive coordinator, the his play calling is just miserable. Canada, they, yeah, yeah Matt Canada. 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 Yes. I was like, who, where? <laughs> I feel like Steelers fans know that was kind of a Ben didn't really like uh, Todd Haley. Yeah, did the fans like Todd Haley? I mean, he had yeah. success. And then there was that year, was it last year where, no, yeah, one of the years, did everyone hate the OC? Was it still Canada when your offense wasn't vertical at all? It was like all horizontal pass plays, like quick pass. You're probably thinking the last year it was Canada. Oh, so he's still around. And I'm sorry, the, the, before, you're thinking of 2020, and that, was, ben, that was Randy Feekner. Oh, my gosh. He these, left, these he names. retired, and then Canada came in gotcha. in 2021. Gotcha. Uh, all right. So, yeah, Browns win. Yeah, we both, we picked the Browns, I believe. You both picked the Browns and picked the Steelers. Gotcha. Homer. Um, Jags at Chargers. I'm going to boast a little <laughs> bit here. I took the Jags here with the points, and boy, did we get points. 38-10. This is the last you'll hear of it. Last pod you'll hear of this game. We beat that Charger ass, man. Woo, shit. Watch this game at a bar for the first time and feels like forever. I feel like I'm either at it or it's a home game. I can't remember the last time I watched at a bar besides the preseason game. I mean, like previous seasons. But shit, I don't, I don't even know what to say about this game anymore because we did that video after the game and I, I just unloaded mm. on in front of the camera. I just was <laughs> – I was <laughs> – I saw like those announcers that just speak freely about football. Like he they was, just came in his face, came and down he, the hole, busted through the hole. But man, fucking Jags, fuck. I, Let me give you some speechless. stats. I, Let me. Get, oh, okay. you got some stats? I have a ton of stuff. I want oh, to you say, go. But you, you, you go, go first. Okay. Uh, Brandon Staley out. For, so coming into this game, the storyline was uh, kind of nationally. I don't think nationally they really know about the Jags troubles going out west. They didn't really talk about that. Storyline was Herbert hurt. Um, then we saw that Keenan Allen was going to be out for the game. JC Jackson was going to be out for the game. And we're like, all right, if we don't win now, it's going to look even worse. So we just did our job. Like it was a, it was an injured team. I still think Jaguars with a different coach or Jaguars of old lose that game. But like it was a business trip. We went out West, handled our business, beat a team that we should beat. 
Uh, now Herbert still he was throwing he was throwing passes like when he did when he when he he threw some dimes he threw one that was oh my god uh, where he was like be, about to be dragged down by Josh Allen but he threw a dime to uh, what was that player's name he eventually I think tore his ACL Guyton yeah Palmer yes Guyton oh. he's out he's for a year yeah. it was then, that was he tore his ACL in that play by the end zone where yeah he it was got, like near the pylon yeah yeah, yeah he yeah. like slammed the ground yeah that was black that by then yeah. um. And uh, so they came in with uh, no uh, injure Herbert, no JC, no. Uh, and then Bosa got hurt as yeah, well. Yeah, Bosa got hurt in the first game. quarter, uh, groin injury. So that's like there's got to be something cursed about that team because I feel like it's a storyline every single year. Um, and we injured them even more mm. with Brandon Staley out for the year, um, which is a terrible blow to them. Like he's one of the best offensive tackles in the league, and wait, do you say Brandon Staley? Oh shit! <laughs> Sometimes I'd be talking. Rashawn Slater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brandon Sorry. Staley. Chargers fans actually would hope that Brandon Staley would be out for the year. Um, yeah. Speaking of him, people are giving a lot of him a lot of shit for keeping Herbert in when it was a blowout. Um, so he's he's on the the Chargers fans hot seat. Like on Reddit, they want him gone. I heard he wanted to, but Herbert said he wanted to stay with his guys. And then I and then I heard people like I, I listened to a couple of national shows. Like they were saying it doesn't matter. You're the head coach. Even he was grilled by the uh, local reporters after the game. They were like, like, aren't you the guy who makes that decision? Can't you tell Herbert no? Like you can't be in the game right now. And he just kind of he gave a soft answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Chargers fans are already posting Sean Payton, um, edits on Reddit. I told you like when you lose to the Jags, you you get, your soul gets crushed. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have to figure it. You have to go to square one. <laughs> yeah. Go back to square one. Um, but it sucks with the injuries of the Chargers. It does suck because it happens every year. And before the season, they're like Super Bowl, like they have Super Bowl. But yeah. now like, how do they contend with their division everyone is hurt it's crazy well raiders are in three broncos look like shit uh, so true afc west afc yeah. west is not looking like the powerhouse we thought not it was looking gonna like be. afc south <laughs> yeah. no not afc south AFC south this damn day <laughs> <laughs> jaguars are two and one they hold sole possession of first place in the division through week three for the first time since 2004 how old are nice. you jack four god damn that's easy I guess yeah, for you. Always the year. I never yeah. forget how old I am. Easy math. Uh, there, here's another one. There's only one team in the top five of both offense and defense DVOA. What is DVOA, by the way? I see that a lot. Jack, I hope you know because I don't know. I, th- oh, no, I just know it's sense. good. I'm just kidding. Value added. Or DVOA. Use context clues here. Defense. Well, no, it's offense. There's offensive DVOA. Oh. This is, yeah, it's offense. They're top five in offense and defense. DVOA yeah. defense adjusted value over average. Mm-hmm. Although we use the same letters. All right. So I have no idea how they calculate this then. Yeah, <laughs> but it's good. It's good. Shouldn't it be OVOA for offensive? Value right. Added? You'd think so. There's something just sounds better when you say DVOA. DVOA stands for defensive adjusted value over average. Although we use the same letters to refer to defensive rankings which are adjusted to take into account the quality of offensive opponents. So when adjusted, so when not adjusted for opponent, the stats called VOA. 
Okay. So well, the, well, the Jags are good in it. Yeah, they're good in both de- defense and offense. So Great. it's a good stat. They're top five in both. Yay. Um, <laughs> defense. Uh, has I, I would have been cool with just leaving. We lead the league in interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> the Jaguars do lead. No, they tie. They're tied with the Ravens. They lead the league in rush defense. Mm, that's good for Derrick Henry coming in town. And Josh Allen is like second in the NFL in next gen stats when it comes to like pressuring the quarterback. Our pat our pass rush is has been elite. Um it's Saxonville. The Jaguars lead in passes defended. Yes. By a good way. margin. I think they have twenty six and second best was the Steelers at twenty one or two. Get your numbers up. Get your pass defense up. Yeah. Uh, and I think Devin Loy leads the league in it. He does. God. I didn't rookie look at individual, but probably, yeah. Yeah, rookie three linebacker. yesterday. Yeah, rookie linebacker leads the league in passes defensed. Jags are back three weeks in, so beat the Eagles. Woo. You'll, you'll see. I'm ready for more. Uh, do you guys want to hear Trevor's pace, what he's on for for the Please, whole season? God, what am I saying? No. Come on. <laughs> Give it, it to, to me. me. 63% completion percentage. 63? Yeah, just like average. Wait, um, what's he at now? I guess he's 63. at 63. <laughs> yeah, that's what, I mean, just. Huh. Yeah. I thought he just was so good the last two weeks. His last two weeks are like uh, averaged at like 75 or something. It's crazy. Mm. So he must have been. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, 4,375 passing yards, <sighs> 34 passing touchdowns, mm-hmm. only five interceptions, <laughs> QBR of 72. Passer rating of 103. And for reference, for reference, an average quarterback rating is about 50. It's a 1 to 100 scale. Average passer rating scale is about, I think, 90. Or, no, it's uh, 88. Damn, 88. So, and he's at 103. So, 103? Shit. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's a good stat. I have some more paces if you want. Christian yeah. Kirk's pace. This one's sure. better. 102 receptions, 1,500 yards, <laughs> Holy <shit>. 17 <laughs> receiving touchdowns. That's Hall of Fame. That'd be, yeah, that'd be so worth his contract. Um, James Robinson, this isn't a stat, but I saw a tweet from Rich Eisen. Love that guy. Good guy. Uh, James Robinson runs one in from 50 yards out in the same building where last year he got benched by a coach who then needed prodding from the rookie quarterback to end the benching he later denied he ordered. Bro, yeah, we were there. God, that takes me back. Yeah, yeah, in the clowns. So, how disgusting! <laughs> how God. Just we shows talk you about how it far with, you've been from there. Yeah, we yeah. talk about it with Austin Lane. Man, that wasn't even a year ago, man. We turned this shit around pretty quickly with just changing the, co- the coaches. The way James Robinson was treated with Urban was just unexplainable. Yeah, we we said Urban should be in jail for it, but here he is, free. James Robinson's on pace for thirteen hundred rushing yards and seventeen rushing touchdowns. Give it to me. The last the last time the Jags had a running back and a wide receiver to rush and receive for over a thousand <gasps> yards. Guess. It's happened in two different duos. I looked it up. Okay, let me guess. Um, so we're looking for a running back and a wide receiver, both on the same team. Yes, Fred and Jimmy. So yes. yeah, that would be one. Uh, they did that in two thousand, two thousand two, and two thousand four. I'm going MJD. Wait, and- is there another duo? That's one duo. There's another duo. Okay, yes. can I guess this one? Yeah, thank you. That one, first one was easy. Stole the first one from me. <laughs> we haven't had shit. Cecil <laughs> uh, shorts. Just kidding. Oh no. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> Wait, we didn't. So I'm, I'm thinking we didn't have Leonard Fournette at the same time. We had a thousand yard uh, receiver. You did. We did. It wasn't Allen Robinson, was it? 
No. No. Who was our 1,000-yard receiver when we had Fournette? 2019. Oh. Oh. DJ Chark. Yep. Hey, DJ Chark. DJ Chark. Yeah, too many hints there, but I'll take it. You got it eventually. Yeah. Is that all of our stats? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Thank uh, you. It's uh, Sounds good. Sounds like we're going to the Super Bowl with those. <laughs> I have an announcement. Okay, ready. Go for it. I will no longer be picking against the Jaguars. Yay. I don't know if I believe you. Try me. I have a big test Thursday when yeah. we make our picks. I mean, yeah, this Eagles team is probably the hardest out of how we've been playing. This Eagles team is probably going to be like the hardest game to choose from. Because after this, it's three games where fucking we're winning. We lose to the Giants. Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no way. Like, I'm looking at these teams. It just... We look like we're going to be too prepared to lose to bad teams anymore. Mm. Except the commanders. Yeah. Um, we play the Texans soon. So we'll get Texans Bears. Bears 123-20. Um, Jags haven't beat the Texans, I feel like, since 2019. You feel like? Or is that a stat? Um, I was going to hope someone checked me. Um, <laughs> but I think, going back to what we were talking about, I think I can go into the next home game, which is against the Texans, with... 100% confidence that we are going to beat the Texans finally again. How about the energy in the stadium if we beat the Eagles? The energy is going to be insane. Coming back three home, and one. three and one after beating Chargers, Eagles, and now we get another division opponent in our building. Oh, my God. It's it's going to be – how, how, how do we keep reiterating that it's going to be like 2017 I, again? We just – we keep showing it. We Yeah. Yeah. Crazy showers, not Jags Texans. Yeah. Uh, ex if you exclude 2017, the Jags eighth championship year, they haven't Jags haven't beat the Texans since 2013. Okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two losses in 21, two losses in 20, 19, two losses, 18, two losses, two wins in 17, two losses in 16, two losses in 15. Two losses in 14, and then two wins in 13. Bill O'Brien absolutely. Just sweep every year, either one way or the other. Bill O'Brien absolutely uh, owned us. Yeah. Holy shit. In his tenure there. Well, that makes me even more passionate to hammer the Jags money line. We think that, like, the Titans own us, but (laughs) it's Houston. (laughs) Texans own us us just as much. Yeah. And with the NFL, how it's going – you know, like we're t- we're sitting here talking about, oh, Texans coming to Jags, we're gonna beat them because Texans lost to Bears, they have no wins, and then what happens? We somehow lose to the Texans after beating the Eagles and Chargers. That's how life works. That's how the NFL works. But I won't say I'll be surprised. Raiders at Titans. Raiders were favored two and a half in this game, and of course it comes down. I don't know what this means, but Titans won twenty four to twenty two by just two. So I believe that means they missed missed it by a point. Whoever bet on the uh, oh, we all won. took Raiders. Um, yeah, we t- I think we, we all took Raiders, Raiders minus so three and a half. We got fucked anyway. Yeah, because like we looking at that game, we were so set on the Titans losing, and they didn't even look the the Raiders didn't even look competitive in that game. Is yeah. their car trash? The Titans looked uh, like the 2019, 20, 21, 20, 21 Titans. What? <laughs> That's a lot of 21s. <laughs> the Titans looked like the 
2020, 2000, 2019, 2020, 2021 Titans. So they look like the so old they look the good. Titans. They look good? Yes. All right, yes. They look like yeah, they the went old, to the AC Championship that year, right? Titans. Okay. Um, this is an incredible stat. Raiders are 0 and 3. We know this. The teams that beat the Raiders are 0 and 6 in their other games, getting wow. outscored wow. by 16 points per game. The Raiders are down absolutely horrendous. And like Josh McDaniels, like their big offseason, they got Chandler Jones. They got Devontae Adams, Derek this, Carr, best friends. They are the biggest embarrassment in the NFL right now. For yeah. sure. Yeah. You don't you don't get that a receiver like that. You don't have Waller, Renfro, you have Josh Jacobs, no scrub. Defensive players all around. And you're out here 0-3 losing to the Gi- uh, Giants? No, they lose to Giants. Titans. Titans. Who else? Um, who they play we going? Chargers. And now Cardinals. the Titans. Oh, Cardinals. Oh, yeah. I predicted them. <laughs> um, and now they have the Broncos next week. So another division game. Uh, we'll predict it Thursday. I'll uh, do some research and see if I can see who will win that. I have no idea right off the top of my head right now. But Raiders fans and our dear friend Tyler McWilliams, I know he's going through it, but um, I'm surprised he's still around with as many times as he says he's going to jump off the top of Allegiant. Well, speaking of... Let's uh, let's play that now. <laughs> Technical difficulties. <laughs> I can shoot me. God damn it! All right, go on. Never mind. Um, Chiefs at Colts. Chiefs were favored by five and a half here. I think we all took the Chiefs with this one as well. Um, but make this game make sense, man. Matt Ryan. Came into Jacksonville last week. Looked like he should retire after the game. Like he just throws for trash. His offensive line couldn't stop us. They go home now, and they got the Chiefs coming to town, the powerhouse Chiefs, and they end up winning the game 20-17. to And I saw the line before when we were doing our predictions. I was like, five and a half, so the Chiefs just have to win by a touchdown? Give me that all day. Two field goals? This made – it doesn't make sense. And it's hilarious how quickly narratives change in the NFL. Sunday Sunday morning, I was watching uh, the pregame shows, and they were all like, "Is this Patrick Mahomes? <coughs> is this version of Patrick Mahomes better without Tyree Kill?" Mm-hmm. And right after the game, like today, the storyline is why did the Chiefs lose. Well, they don't have the speed on the field that they once had. Yeah, I did. I did see that on Get Up this morning. Switches so quickly. It's so funny. They were like, this yeah. is this is the problem. You don't have Tyreek Hill anymore. Yeah. You can't get down the field. But it wasn't a problem last week. It wasn't a problem when you're 2-0. and oh. Yeah, it wasn't a problem Sunday morning. You lose one game and the story changes. But it's going to change with us, too, going as the season goes along. Uh, Bills at Dolphins. Another shocker. In the, well, not, not too big of a shock because I had Dolphins here, I believe, Jack. I'm just going to keep patting myself on the back here. You did. Wow. Um, Bills. I have. Me and you had the Bills. Bills were favored by five and a half here. I thought we picked this game before all that news about the Bills defense being injured came out, but um, had a feeling, just had an inkling about Tua and his weapons that they could keep within this point spread here, and they fucking just won it outright, which 
is surprising because Tua was concussed mid-game. And if you guys saw the video when he got up, he was like just out of it. Like it, like he didn't have his brain function. And he couldn't even stand up straight. But they kept him in the game. I'm surprised he even was cleared because I thought they took concussions seriously in the NFL. Like if you have a concussion, you're usually out for the rest of the game. But he came in and ended up beating the Bills with a concussion, which is crazy to me. The NFLPA is investigating the Dolphins for if they follow concussion protocol. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. And Tua, they asked Tua about it today, and he, Tua and their head coach, Mike McDaniel, they yeah. uh, they both said that it was a, a a back issue. That's why he wobbled when he got up. Oh, a back issue? Yeah. Like a spinal? They said he got hit, like, like, a few plays before that, and then when he got hit again, that's when it, like, yeah, gave out more, but... So if Who it, knows? if it was concussion and they investigated, what are the consequences? I don't know. Probably fines. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like who would actually be responsible if it's the head co- on the head coach? Probably just a fine, which they're already their owner getting fined a ton anyway. Yeah. Well, despite the Bills having all these injuries, should the Dolphins? They also have a. Uh, never mind. Go ahead. Should the Dolphins get respect right now? I say yes. They should. Sure. Are they better than the Bills? No. Right now? No. Yes. No, I wouldn't say that. The fully say, healthy Bills would definitely are better. Well, I said right now, yes, they're better. Depends. Is the sun out? Not right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> good point. Uh, there is a uh, movement by Bills fans to, uh, I guess there's some kind of protest. or they After the game, I guess we'll call it Sungate. The stadium is designed to shade the Bills or the Dolphins side of the field, and the Bills team had to sit in the sun, that Miami sun, all game long. So Mm. that's like, that's legit home field advantage. Yeah. Like you're baking in that sun, and the other team is in shade. That that might be the, aside from crowd noise, that might be the most advantageous home field advantage that I can think of. Especially um, yeah. in South Florida like that where the sun gets absolutely blazing. I'm for it because like they the Dolphins gotta go play in the snow. Like it's <laughs> just as hard as for them to adjust. So I I think that's that definitely fair to burn your opponents. What if they uh what if the burn. Bills Why they can't. <laughs> what if the Bills they should build in like floor heaters Underneath the stadium on their side and not on the other side. Or just cover their side so when it snows, it only snows yeah. on, on the visitor's <laughs> sideline. Yes. They should have – this should be like a game of checker. They should make a move. Right. Um, especially if the AFC is going to be competitive this year. That's, I, I, I'm a big fan of – it. fuck the AFC West. <laughs> AFC East is the most entertaining division probably. Right now, we got Joe Flacco, yeah, you know, doing his thing. Although they, they, not they not lost this past week, no. and Mac Jones <laughs> grittying. That's y- cool. Yes, that's and, disgusting. And now we have an injury storyline with him. Mm. Um, this game, so many things. We had the Sungate bunt, the bunt, mm-hmm. the butt punt, punt, hit him right in the bussy. Um, <laughs> and a crazy stat from the game: Bills had, and this is why I think. The Bills are better. Um, they had the ball 20 more minutes. I don't even know. If you to- show me a stat, how the hell did the Dolphins win? 
The Bills had the ball 20 more minutes. If you show me this stat and then had me watch the butt punt, <laughs> I'd be like, there's no way the Bills lost. 20 more minutes, ran 51 more plays, and only punted once. And the Dolphins had just tw- 212 yards of offense. So what the fuck happened? I don't know. I, <laughs> I got to watch the highlights now because how does that happen? Was it turnovers? Like red zone turnovers? That's the only way I could see that happening. So I'll have to watch the highlights to find out. All right, I'm bored. Let's move through this. <laughs> uh, Lions at Vikings. Vikings favored by six. Vikings won just 28 to 24. They did not cover. Lions. 28-yard touchdown pass by Kirk Cousins with 50 seconds left to take the lead. Lions wow. fans in our Discord were in shambles. I got to watch this. Lions fans talk so much shit in our Discord. They think they're so good, and then they lose. They talk so much shit leading up to this game about Kirk Cousins, and then they lose to him in the final seconds of the game. So. Lions fans, please sit down. You're not good yet, but you're promising. That's all I have to say about that. Um, but I did pick Lions cover, so Jack maybe should follow my picks next week, this week. Ravens at Patriots. Ravens favored by three. They destroyed them, 37-26. It didn't look like that. It, it, you know, it looked kind of close. Patriots were somehow, don't know who Mac was throwing to, but they put up 20, 26 points, not bad. Lamar Jackson, MVP leader, probably. If it's not Jalen Hurts or Josh Allen, it's probably. Oh, here are the stats. I'm ready. Well, we mine, this. mine is that Lamar Jackson has three-plus touchdowns in all three of his games so far. Um, he's on a bag mission. I think this last game he had five total touchdowns. He's playing like. 100, 100 yards rushing again. He's back. It's playing like he's back in Louisville playing against. Who's a shitty ACC team? Pittsburgh. Don't. You knew it was coming. Yeah. Jackie, you got anything on Lamar? What he's on pace for. Oh, boy. Love the paces. Uh, Credit my brother who sent me this. Credit to Shout out Mr. Manis. Mitchell. Um, 63% completion percentage, same as Trevor. Uh, 4,244 passing yards, 57 passing touchdowns, 57. 11 interceptions. 1377 rushing yards and 11 rushing touchdowns. 1300 rushing yards? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's MVP. That's crazy. That's, that's 68 total touchdowns. That's unlike the league has ever seen. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Josh Allen's still the MVP, MVP favorite though. Oh, like per sports books, yes. Wow. Per okay. Fando at least. Okay. This would be Lamar's second MVP? Right? Yeah. Um he might get it. I think he I think he will. Um, Bengals at Jets. Bengals won 27 <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that. Oh. Okay. Don't say yeah, that. I didn't. I didn't. I was. That might not be done. Okay. Oh, yeah, you have uh, skin in the game with him? No, but I'll give him another chance. Oh. Eagles at Commanders. They won 24 8. Absolutely demolished the Commanders. I think yeah, it wasn't this close. Like, it wasn't had, this close. You need eight sacks. It's like Nine. six in the, like the first halfway through the second quarter, and you told me that they had six sacks. And I was yeah. like, what? So, yes, this Jags Eagles game might be the best game of the year to date. Uh, but the Eagles, they do look great. Devontae Smith is mossing people. He's, I would say he's back, but. Well, um, he is back because he, 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 he had no catches week one. So he's, he's back this season. But um, AJ Brown, like how, that's such a good duo. Oh he's my he's he's back making his presence felt as the wide receiver we all know he is and can be capable of. Like so. a team that means business is a team that has Devonte Smith spend a first round pick on him 
and still went out and got A.J. Brown. That's a team that wants to win now and means business. Yeah, a little nervous for that duo. Oh, Sunday. very, yeah. Um, but Eagles, they're 3-0. and They have one of the easiest remaining schedules in the league. If you don't know, the NFC East division has the easiest schedule uh, this year. Because they play the AFC South. They mm-hmm. play, and they play each other. Yeah. Yes, and the AFC South has an easy schedule because they play the NFC East. <laughs> yeah. Um, only the Packers and the Commanders have easier schedules than the Eagles this season. So, Eagles fans are going to be hype all year, most likely, and you'll probably get the first round 13-4 and by that we predicted on this show. Oh, we did that? Yeah. You did? Oh, yeah. So, 13-4 and four Eagles. We're high on the Eagles. Good. I love that. Rams at Cardinals. Rams won 20-12. Not much to say about this. Saints yeah, at Pitt. I'm, I'm off the Rams. Yeah. Snooze. Yeah, so we'll, boring. We'll see them in the playoffs and – Talk about them then. Um, Panthers won 22-14. Falcons at Seahawks. Falcons won 27-23. I have to say this about Cordero Patterson. Like, Still doing his thing. I don't watch Falcons games, but this guy is a fucking beast. Isn't he kind of getting up there in age? He's Uh, been in the league for a while. I'm going to guess he's 32. (gasps) Let's do it. Cordero Patterson. Wasn't he drafted by the Vikings? Yeah, then he's in the Patriots. Oh, and they couldn't? Wow. They used him. Did you look at how old he is? Yeah, how old did you say? <laughs> I said 32. 31. 31 years old. Well. He's second in league in rushing. Yes, I was about what to look that f- up. Oh. Thanks That's for, crazy. Thanks for doing my work for me. Yep. That is kind of crazy. Yeah, only two. He's a fucking receiver. Wasn't he a receiver first? Yeah. And he turned. Specialist. Return specialist. Like, he's like behind Devin Hester. Like, he's one of the best returns of all time. Wow. Percy Harvey probably. Vikings have drafted a lot of uh, Percy Harvin. Sidney Rice. Ooh. Um, yeah. Only I, I was a big fan of him with Favre. Only two running backs. He was kind of disappointing, though. He had, like, all the, all the uh, physical traits. Sidney Rice. Yeah. But I feel like he never... He went to the Seahawks afterward? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. You know I don't I, know I'm kind of recalling him. a play where he almost died. Anyway, sorry, Eric. When you said Sidney Rice, I was thinking of Simeon Rice, the fucking D lineman. Um, but two running backs have 300 plus yards, and it's Nick Chubb and Cordero Patterson. Um, and Patterson's averaging 6.2 yards a carry. So uh, if you drafted him like me, thinking that he was going to repeat last year's production, who is? You were correct, Patterson. Yes, how many Patterson. per carry? Uh, 6.5. Wow. Per carry. It just makes no sense. He's 31 years old. Yeah. And he didn't come into the league playing running back. It's so random. I know it is. Like first week he had 120 rush yards, which was his career high. Week three against the Seahawks, 141 rush yards. New career high. Wow. So. It was funny as if he. On 17 carries. If he played college running back and came into the league starting playing running back, he probably wouldn't be in the. He probably wouldn't be doing that. Yeah, he's fresh legs. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Falcons fans, you're welcome. That's probably the most we'll talk about you this year. Uh, Packers at Bucks. I didn't watch a second of this game. We're, oh, we were we were high on our mm. horse after RW. Um, but Packers won 14-12. You guys both picked Packers here. I yeah, I knew Bucks. that was happening. Um, you've been you've been good on these Bucks games. Um, for some reason, they're the only ones that I can remember that you pick. Thank but, you. Um, you picked. Saints Bucks and now you got him got him here again. Thank you. L. Thank you. You can you know you know something down there in Tampa. Yeah, I know got, a thing, got, thing or two. You got some he's intel. Got some he's tapped into the hurricane news. So <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and then Sunday Night Football, did you guys watch a second of this game? God, no. Yeah. You, 11 exactly. to yeah. 10. 11 to 10. Kill me. Both were outscored by the baseball team that night. Which one? Uh, don't they only have one? Rockies? Uh, oh, their baseball yes. team. Gotcha. Yeah. That's disgusting. How many did they score? Like 13. 13. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, 49ers, I thought they would come out here and smoke the Broncos. I, I picked them to win this, but... There's the NFL showing its ass once again. <laughs> Broncos 11, 12, 10. What the fuck? Um, I talked high of Jimmy G because I thought him uh, coming into the starting role would bring this team back to relevancy. And maybe it still will. And I'm just you know talking because they lost to the fucking Broncos who have looked awful the first three weeks of the season. But Jimmy G, man, everyone was talking about him stepping out of the back of the end zone for that safety. So if he didn't do that, they'd have won. But... Um, Jimmy D, I need you to get back on track just so I can keep rooting for you because the 49ers are supposed to be a solid team. Um, uh, but then Monday night, tonight, told Jack before the kickoff that it was going to be 10-10 at halftime, and it is to 6-3 with two minutes left in the second quarter. So it is a snoozer of a game so far. Let me check my prize picks entry. I have... Daniel Jones, less than 225 and a half pass in the rush yards. That's hitting so far. Saquon Barkley to get a rushing or reception touchdown. Not happening yet. Micah Parsons, four uh, four tackles more. I don't know how many he has. They haven't updated it. He's definitely got to have a tackle. I'm going to check, but that's what I got so far. But we'll not be watching this Monday night game. It looks like an absolute snoozer. But if you watched it, congratulations. To you. Mike has got a tackle. Great. Probably an L. But yes, download Price Picks. Use code Dun and Drew for a 100% instant deposit match. First time users only. You can mix and match sports. I usually don't. Too nervous. But um, won uh, $600 this month. So wow. if you're ready to play, DM me. We'll pick some entries together and make a shake. We do what we do, baby what we do all right before we get to uh our voicemails that you guys left us uh that our patreon subs left us uh let's talk to austin lane fun interview good to have him back mma champ all right we have austin lane back in the dun and drew studio this week we had to do this interview after the man was awarded a UFC contract, well, offered yeah, a yeah. UFC contract yeah. after his first round knockout at the Dana White Contender Series last week on ESPN Plus. Congratulations. Thank yes, you. And I'm breaking break a little news on your show. I, I signed the contract. <laughs> hey! I <laughs> know. Uh, I was like, is he going to sign it? Is he going to fight just regionally the whole time? No, I signed the contract. That's Great. funny, but I'm kind of upset. That was one of my. Oh, I was getting that. I'm sorry. That's okay. Totally cool. Yeah. Um, and thank you for uh, coming back here, continuing to support our podcast. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I mean, it's cool. You watch you guys uh, kind of grow a little bit. Now you have like your own little space over here. Yeah. You've been to like 20 different studios. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I think each one's better than the next man. Yeah. So you know, can get and here. you started on zoom with us. Exactly. Started, for sure. And yeah. then my like living room. Oh yeah. no. Were you at the apartment? Yeah. He, he, he was at the apartment and then we're in the living room. Yeah. Now we're in here. Here. Now we have our VIP. own room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mansion next. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Or downtown studio. Now, like now we're talking. And then LA. Um, 
Can you explain the Dana White Contender Series? Yeah, basically what the Dana White Contender Series was is that um, it's an opportunity to get a contract, right? So they, they look at like a bunch of regional fighters around the country, actually around the world. You know, it's from all the uh, from all the world. I fought a guy from Brazil. Um, there's a couple guys, I think Ecuador was uh, represented. But um, basically you get an opportunity to, to show your stuff. And if, if Dana likes what he sees, you get the UFC contract, you know? So it's um it's it's been around for, I want to say, five or six years now. And it's really their way they kind of introduce kind of like the guys coming up into the UFC. Nice. Um, th- this is Dana White's baby. You know, he, he takes great pride in it. So if you want to get in the UFC, odds are you probably have to go through the Dana White Contender Series. Okay, I'll write yeah. that down. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> noted. Yeah. And do you have to have a certain amount of fights under your belt to be No, I mean, I mean, truth be told, that on, on my uh, episode, there's a 17-year-old kid who oh, I'm not wow. even sure. Like, yeah, wh- talk about like a rude awakening. Yeah. I'm 34 years old, man. <laughs> and literally the, the kids next to me is 17 years old. Could you kick like, his ass crazy. though? He kicks his ass, right? Oh, I mean, he's a lot smaller than yeah, I am. Yeah. You know Still. what I'm saying? Yeah, no, obviously he's a lot smaller, but it was, uh, that was shocking to see. And he ended up winning, he got, he got the contract, yeah, 17 yeah. year old in the UFC, yeah, yeah. which is wild. But no, I mean, records don't really matter. You know, I mean, if you look at like overall, I was 11 and three at the time, I probably had way too many fights. But mm-hmm. like I said, I mean, it's kind of uh, the way Danny goes about getting guys in the UFC now. So nice. he, he kind of had to abide by the rule. And the contract is on, like, what was behind the scenes saying? Like, where, when do you actually get to look at the contract so the contract was actually emailed to me so okay. yeah it's nice. not like Saki, i was going to close room or anything <laughs> no literally just an email uh, sign it you know electronically yeah. uh pretty boring and then yeah you're good to go <laughs> awesome uh yeah you, had, you tweeted out your first tweet uh after the fight you yeah. tweeted out a screenshot that you saved of your conversation with your coach in 2015 yeah yeah that was pretty cool yeah you know that was um that was definitely an emotional experience you know that i was i was in chicago i've I told the story many times but i got cut twice in in one day essentially i got cut they called me up i'm coming to the to the practice facility they said they made a mistake you're on the team i'm like cool and then like if you don't hear from us by 3 uh, p.m you made the team mm. well it's 4 30 so I had friends and family in town because after the preseason game in Chicago. So we're all celebrating, you know, we're at this, uh, one of my favorite dinner spots in Chicago. And then I get a call like around 4.30. Hey, we made a mistake again. Bro, we got cut. oh Damn. my yeah. God. So um, what ended up happening was they were trying to trade me to Seattle and they were trying to buy as much time as they could to make the deal go down. It didn't go down. Um, I was expendable. I was the pawn in it. And, and that, that one really hurt. So like, you know, ever since then, I was like, dude, whatever happens after that, I don't give a shit anymore. Right. You know, I'm done playing football. So then fast forward to then um, it's January 1st, it's New Year's Eve. Um, and I'm in back home in Wisconsin at the bar. I'm like, I'm not playing football anymore. You know, and that was, it's kind of a rude awakening because it's a game you played since, you know, since I was eight years old. And now you got to have a conversation with yourself saying you're not good enough anymore. And mm-hmm. that was a rough one. So, um, you know, and granted, I'm like, what, 25 Miller Lights deep right now at the time because it's Wisconsin. Good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. It's the best choice. So, um, you know, during that drunkenness, I, I texted my coach and said, man, I don't think football is going to work. Uh, I'm gonna make the UFC happen, and that was kind of the promise that I made to him. Now I was drunk at the time, uh, but it, it, it's, I did see a little, maybe some typos. Yeah, there's some typos. <laughs> Spaces <laughs> where there weren't grammar. Yeah, for sure. But um, that was actually in my phone since 2015. Um, and whenever I go train, whenever um, I was getting ready for a fight, I'd look at that message oh, and kind of remind myself. So that that's always been in my cell phone. So I was just waiting for the day to pull that one out uh, when I finally got my UFC contract. So it was a, it was a cool. Yeah, feeling. that's what's up. Are you yeah. one of those kids that's watched UFC growing up and then you just had that in you. Yeah. So uh, I've watched the very first UFC when I was, man, I must've been second or third grade. My grandma actually got it for me at a garage sale. 
and I had never seen it before. Right, right. When they like sold DVDs. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Wow. This is this is straight VHS, what? man. This is, oh, oh yeah, come on, dude. I'm 34 years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so we had the first uh, UFC v, uh, VHS, and I remember watching with my stepdad. It was like UFC five. It was UFC one. Oh, uh, okay. Gracie versus Shamrock. This is back when it was like a tournament where it was like three or four fights in one night, mm-hmm. and uh, the main event was Shamrock versus Gracie. And I remember watching my stepdad, and he, because he, you know, it was gonna happen. He's a fan already. He knew it was gonna happen. And he's like, "Who do you think's gonna win this, Oss?" I'm like, "Well, I, I see uh, Shamrock looks like he's 250 pounds, juiced to the gills, versus this skinny Gracie guy who's maybe 160, rocking a gi and stuff. Like he looks like scrawny. It's gonna be Shamrock all day." Well, Gracie submitted him with an armbar within like two minutes, and that was kind of the, the birth of jujitsu mm-hmm. in, in the modern world. Um, and I remember watching that fight thinking like, man, there's something to this. So like maybe one day, you know, I just want to learn jujitsu. I want to learn mixed martial arts. Cause like you have this guy who's a giant, just get tapped out in two minutes by this skinny scrawny dude. Yeah. Something to that. Awesome. Yeah. Um, did you know who you were fighting? Uh, like how far in advance did you know who you're fighting? Yeah. So fight? when, when we got the call, um, which was probably nine weeks before the fact, which is kind of rare. Usually it's like maybe six weeks, seven weeks. You know, we had plenty of time uh, to prepare for this guy. And yeah, I knew I was fighting the whole time, Richard Jacoby. Um, it, it was kind of a trip because if you look at his record, he had, I think, five fights in 2022, which is, I mean, you That's do a lot, right? That's yeah. a lot. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, usually yeah. you're averaging maybe four fights a year. He had like four or five fights in a couple months. Mm. Um, so they definitely try to push him along fast, you know, and the guy comes from a very respectable gym in Brazil. Um, surprisingly, you know, he's more of a kickboxer than a, a you know, broken jujitsu because jitsu is birthplace is brazil or one of the birthplaces is brazil so um we knew he was going to bring to the table uh he didn't look that athletic but he had high kicks he had great striking so we had to be mindful of that so yeah he wore glasses too yeah you know, and, and he wore glasses as well yeah, when i saw yeah. that i was like oh, that's not quite an intimidating no uh, no outfit no for sure but like most like, brazilians yeah but you know <laughs> but you know how brazilians are man they're very reserved very respectful um half the time very religious but then when they get in the cage they're animals yeah. you know so uh but no we had a great game plan um in place uh it wasn't going to my back and then trying to reverse something but it is what it is it, you part of it was kicking him in the crotch right that was I, no, no, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. oh yeah 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 that, that was an accident yeah for sure somebody the, the oh you didn't see your, that in film and thought well maybe uh, it's yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe a little dick kick right here see what i can do man <laughs> you, really? had a, you had a look Change of disgust on your face after that happened well, I, I thought down. it was cost himself the fight i oh, thought yeah. i was gonna call because like if you see his reaction he was like screaming and yeah, he was and then he got up like a minute 30 later and i'm just like really <laughs> I'm, I'm like at least take the full five but um somebody said it best uh tweeted at me they said you're the first mma fighter to ever end somebody's bloodline <laughs> via the via kicking the balls i'm like ah touche bro you could hear that shit it's oh like it was a, it was like a clap well and it, it was wild too because and there's a little behind the scenes mma stuff for you um you you have a choice of what kind of cup you want to wear mm-hmm. so most guys like me I, I wear a steel cup um it's a little heavier but if someone kicks you with a steel cup you're gonna break your foot he was wearing a plastic cup oh gosh, um man. so i kicked it i'm like all right, well, foot feels fine. I mean, I know adrenaline's going, but the foot feels fine. Um, I don't think it was, you know, he was wearing it properly because it was, I mean, I hit him flush, and that's going to hurt. Right. But, like, the way it hit and this his response, that's not normal. I actually didn't know that you could wear, you wore cups. Yeah, yeah. But it still hurts that much. So sometimes if you if you pinch something correctly, it can oh, definitely hurt. God. Yeah, which I'm sure that's what happened to him. Kind of so. like how NFL players wear helmets, but you still get concussions. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly right. Yep. Uh, would you rather, so take us through the fight and how you got to the, the knockout. Yeah. So, you know, well, off the get go, I have to talk about the adversity from that fight. So I broke my nose three weeks before the fight. 
Oh. Um, and I had to get just it like reset. Practicing? Yeah, we were sparring. Sparring. Sorry. Sparring. Sparring. You know, same thing. Pra- yeah. Practicing sparring. Uh, broke my nose. Um, my wife had to put it back into place. And this what? Is three, yeah. So this is three weeks before the fight. Just Why like, did she have to put it back in the place? Well, she, she, she's, uh, she's like a doctor. Oh, so okay, she, nice. yeah, I mean, she shook me up. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. She, um, she, she took care of me, thankfully. So three weeks before the fight, break my nose. Now I'm stressed because I'm like, well, I'm not going to back out of the fight. It's mm-hmm. an opportunity. But the nose doesn't feel good, obviously. So the first week, you know, swelling, eyes are black and everything. Thankfully, the swelling went down and by like the second week i was feeling pretty good i wasn't taking any shots to the face obviously but feeling great um we were eight days outside of the fight and it was the last hard day so we do a thing called uh, shark tank basically guys come at me either it's like you know kickboxing it's punching it's gr- i don't know what's coming at me basically right so coach kind of sets it up um it's designed to make you you know be feeling adversity mm-hmm. so we're we're eight days out it's the last hard session and we're in the last round now, granted, like we're not sparring hard to the face because once again, my nose is still kind of banged up. Um, the last minute of the round, we're doing uh, grappling, grappling, a jiu-jitsu and stuff. So I'm off my back. I have to work to the top. Cool. So I work to the top. I turn around and accidentally get elbowed in the face, oh. break my nose again. What? Right? Again? <laughs> a one week out. Yeah. So um, thankfully this time it didn't get shifted. But so I, that, that immediately happens, blood everywhere. And I just leave the gym pissed. You know, I don't even say anything. I'm just like, I'm going home, dude. Yeah. So go home, wife's there, and she's pissed. She's like, what <laughs> the fuck are you doing? I'm like, hey, first of all, accident. Second of all, do something with it. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, so thankfully. Do it again, please. Yeah, do, do it again. Do, do the, you know, Mr. Miyagi or whatever. So um, a whole lot of acupuncture, uh, a whole lot of CBD cream, yeah. um, a whole lot of ice. Uh, so when I went in that fight, you know, the whole goal was to head movement, don't get punched in the nose because yeah. it could be bad. Well, I throw a, uh, like a, a leg teep, they call it, I miss, and the first punch he lands on me is a one-two to my nose. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if, if you go back and watch like the the, the video, I kind of smile, but I'm like, oh shit, yeah. you know. So here we go again. So, um, but thankfully, you know, I threw a couple more kicks at him. Um, we clench up. I try to go for a throw. He did a great job of countering that. He had really good hips. He takes me down, and then from the full mount, which is a place that you don't want to be in. Um, I knew I had him there because he was breathing extremely hard. Yeah. He was really exerting himself. And especially like the way it was set up, I could like his mouth was definitely like in my ear. I mean, if you want to whisper sweet nothings, he could have, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, I could hear him just, uh, uh, and I'm like, oh dude, we got like, you know, another minute okay, left in yeah, this round. Right. So, okay, okay. So I waited for him to, you know, essentially posture up and try to punch me. And I knew what side was going to happen. I can counter that roll him over and then start going to work on ground and pound. Yeah. You went to work on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I also knew too, that his jujitsu was very lacking. Um, if, if you go back and watch like the, the, the fight, Paul Felder, who's a UFC fighter commentator was like, well, he's watch out for the arm bar. I'm like, Paul, the, the, the arm bar ain't coming, man. Right. Like I, I knew it wasn't coming. He didn't have that kind of skill set at that time. Mm. So I knew once he threw up the arm bar, I could reverse that, get the side control and then ground and pound, which you, what you happened. Intel from the person that you fight or you just study him and you know that. So no, I just, I studied him and I knew that, you know, I mean, I watched six fights of him and I, I watched six MMA. Well, I'm sorry. I watched five MMA fights and two kickboxing fights. And, and I knew there was going to be a tell there because in his last two MMA fights, he had the guys back, they call it back control, which is like the prime position in jujitsu. And instead of like going for a rear naked choke or submitting him, he stood back up. Mm. So he, he got out of essentially the best position in jujitsu because he wasn't comfortable there. So I knew like, if it goes to the ground, he's not going to submit me. Right. Yeah. If you could finish anyone with a wrestling move in an MMA ring, actually pull it off, <sighs> man. Which, what was you? What would you choose? Like what, what person? No, uh, which finisher? Oh, oh well, what finisher? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, you know what? There's a thing called the twister. Um, it's a, it's a, if you know who Eddie Bravo is, Ten Planet Jiu Jitsu. That's who I train under now. Um, 
I would throw a twister. I think there's only been two or three in the UFC history. Basically what it is, it's a leg lock mixed with um, like a like a, a neck crank. Um, oh, yeah. So it's a submission. It's a submission. It's they, called a twister. twister. And, and, and we always have a, a joke in the gym. If anybody can get it in competition, whether it's like a tournament or a fight, you get 250, 250 bucks. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I'd say a twister. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd probably do like sweet chin music. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, yeah. That's pretty legit too as well. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine even like tuning up the band yeah. too? Oh, like a stone tuning him up when he's all kind of wobbly <laughs> and shit. And you actually pull it off? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Or like a, like a Seth Rollins curb stomp? Oh, Ooh, is that uh, legal? That's probably... Probably find that that out. probably is illegal. That's got to be illegal. It get Dana White's attention though. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Get all that YouTube money. <laughs> Would you rather knock someone out with a punch or a kick? I saw you going for Ooh. some kicks. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You seem like a kick guy. I am a kick guy. Why you hit my? I, I've never KO'd anybody. <laughs> I've never KO'd anybody with a kick before. Be so um, sick. But there's something about a punch, though. You know, because like you can knock somebody out with a punch in a bar or, or in a cage. So yeah. I'd, I'd probably go with the punch. Yeah. 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 One of the fighters after their fight. Um, went up to Dana and was like, yeah, trying to hype, hype himself up. He was yelling at Dana, probably saying like, hey, you need to sign me. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think that's a little, a little cringe to be begging like that or is that just not your style? No, I mean, that, that's definitely not my style, you know. Um, the, the, there's definitely guys that want to do that, which is fine. You know, like, I'm never going to tell anybody how to act inside or outside of a cage. Like if you go in there, you face your fears, you fight somebody, you have my respect to the day I die. So I'm not gonna tell anybody how to, how to go about their career path, but um, I always find it cringy, yeah. you know, yeah. because I've, I've, I've always been one that, listen, if, if you let your fighting speak for itself in terms of, you know, right. getting signed or not, mm -hmm. you're going to be fine. Now it's one thing to call somebody or like, you know, yeah, do yeah. all that shit, try to, try to get a fight going, promote a fight. That's cool. But if you're begging Dana for like, Hey, he knows, man. Yeah. Like if, if you're good enough, you're gonna get signed, right? Uh, you sh you shouted out your kid after after your <laughs> yeah, fight. Tell yeah. him to go to bed or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my, my seven year old Ronan, who was uh, who didn't go to bed after the fight. Needless <laughs> to say, so he was dragging ass at class the next day in school. <laughs> but it is what it is. So you know he watches your fights. That's cool. so. So he watched this last one. Usually they go so late. Um, that he falls asleep, you know, because like when I fought for Fury the past couple times, that was on like a 10, 11 o'clock, and he's he's long gone. Um, this one was a little earlier for him to so get to watch it. And he's totally, I feel like if I watch my dad, but yeah. I guess if he grew up with this, then yeah. he's, if I saw my dad get, I'd probably cry. No, and that's the thing. So that's why <laughs> like, I don't ever have my family yeah. go to my fights because like, you know, like he's seven years old. And if he wanted to, like, if he asked me, can I come to your fight? I'd probably say sure. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, if he doesn't ask me, there's no reason for him to come to that fight. Gotcha. Yeah. You, you still have to make weight and stuff for these fights, right? The so you have to make weight, but so I'm a heavyweight, so it's a lot better yeah. um, for me because like the range is from 206 to 265, oh, okay. so it's a pretty big range, yeah. and I'm That's about a 245. Huge range. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, someone said the biggest of ranges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But any dirty bulks, or you keep it clean, pretty much. Is it that again? Any dirty bulks there in your diet, or you oh no, clean? I mean, dude, I'll um, I'll, I got cheat meals all day. Yeah. Uh, on the weekends, um, Saturday. I'll do cheeseburgers all day. And then Sunday, um, Chinese food's a big go-to for me. Mexican food's a big go. So, I mean, I, I definitely have cheat meals, but that's more of just trying to maintain my weight that I currently have because I'm right. losing so much. Sounds, training like camp. sounds like I'm always cheating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like I knew that every night. Yeah, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. A little bulk, bulk season. How do you reward yourself after the after the fight? You guys go you go out anywhere? I know you mentioned you're you like burgers yeah. and Yeah, so beer. shout out to the UFC who booked my flight at 6 a.m. Uh, uh, on Wednesday. Damn. So didn't go to sleep. I ended up... Um, yeah, the plan was burgers, but there was a there was like a sushi burrito slash ramen spot right next to us. So we ended up going there, um, which was cool. You know, had some drinks and after I had a bar, like we stayed away from the ship because I didn't have really the time, um, and it was chaos. So we just kind of had a couple of drinks at this little spot off the strip, and that was about it. Pretty low key, yeah. should be told.
Uh, gotcha. Awesome. Uh, what happens? What happens next? Like, do you? Is it? UFC prelims on ESPN. Like yeah, I mean, it, it really depends on the matchup. You know, now it's, you know, since you're in it, um, it's a lot more professional in terms of getting a fight. You know, before it was like, we have to find, try to find somebody and pray someone signs up. Now it's like, hey, we want, we want to fight this guy. How do you feel about it? Yeah. All right, cool. Do you want to fight here, here, here? So there's, it's a lot more of just, um, you know, there, it's a lot more of my control now, nice. well, which is very nice, you yeah. know. And uh, I know there's going to be a UFC event in Orlando in December. We'll see. That'd be pretty cool. Would be. Um, but yeah, there's nothing on the docket right now. Yeah. Gotcha. But when there is, we'd like to go. Oh, absolutely. Let's get it. Let's get it. Is it like a per fight contract where you get paid per fight? Yeah. Right. So uh, I ended up signing a four fight deal. Okay. Um, cool. So you get money to, to show. So basically get in the cage. Once you get in the cage, you get paid a certain amount. And then if you win, you get your win bonus. And then there's obviously the endorsements, which I think is Venom now is like the official outfitter of the oh, UFC. Okay. Yeah. Good. So then you get endorsement from there. Yeah. And then um, also there's obviously the fight of the night bonuses and, and things like that as well. Okay. You know how big the UFC's roster is in terms of how many fighters they employ? I, I have no idea. Somebody else asked me this question, and I'm not sure off the top of my head. I think heavyweights, I mean, there might be like 25, 30. I mean, I might be completely up. I want to say like probably 30 heavyweights or so. Damn, seems yeah. kind of low. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, pretty low. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> have any uh, anyone you want to start a rival rivalry with? <laughs> no, no. So everyone online is telling me to go after a Kamara Usman's brother. Who oh, was who's he's on the Ultimate Fighter? Um, he just won whatever season, whatever it was, the last season of it. So he won that. He's looking for a UFC, you know, debut fight because the Ultimate Fighter technically wasn't a UFC fight. So um, people are saying that they want to see me fight him. I'm I'm really down for anybody, man. You know, I'm not, I said after the the post press conference, I'm down to scrap with anybody. So Sick. send send whoever they may. Yeah, yeah. I uh, tweeted. Um, after you won and then had your interview where you shouted Duval. Yeah. Uh, great Duval. Yeah, oh, was, thank you very much. Amazing. Appreciate it. Yeah, that was completely spontaneous. I didn't know I was going to say it? it. Yeah, I mean, I always go, some guys are, are so rehearsed of mm -hmm. what they say after a fight. That's never been my style. Um, my coach tried to make me do it once. He's like, hey, so what should we say after this fight? I'm like, well, let me win first and then I'll say what I want to say. Yeah, it's got to come from the heart. It's got to come from the heart, exactly, because then it's more genuine. Right. I think people can relate to that more. So, yeah, it was completely spontaneous. Um, I think I, I scared the hell out of Laura Sanko, but it, it, it is what it is. <laughs> Did you think she know it? Did you have to explain what Duval was after you did that? So, no, I didn't. But thankfully, I think she already knew, though. I, mean, okay. I said, what's up, Jacksonville, after it. But oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure she knew what was up because she, she's been in Jacksonville for the fights and everything. So cool. she knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah, you, you shouted that. And I uh, tweeted that Jacksonville has been unstoppable recently because yeah. yeah. uh, the Jags had just um, the Colts. Oh, yeah. Shout out the Colts. Whoop the Colts, man. <laughs> zero Curb stomp zero the Colts. points. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. And then your fight Tuesday. Yeah. And. Little did I know we were going to go to LA <laughs> that Sunday and another and curb stomp. Absolutely yeah. destroy, dismantle, and injure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even more the Chargers. Yep. Um, so, how did you, where'd you watch the game? So, I watched the game in my hotel room. Yeah. I, I mean, you talk about the, the Chargers uh, game or the Chargers? The, the Colts. Okay, Chargers. no, the, the Colts game, watch my hotel room. Uh, Chargers game, I just watched at home with gotcha. the family. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It was lit, wasn't it? It, it was fantastic. It was, man. Well, first of all, amazing. let me just say it's super refreshing to talk Jaguars again. Yeah. I thought, I, thought I, 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 I got blackballed a little bit from uh, the sports media here in town. So it's going to be back uh, on a show talking sports. Yeah. I'm I, kidding. I, <laughs> but. Well, I, don't, I actually don't know what happened with it. I don't know if you want to talk about oh, it. Oh, no. I, I, I love to talk about it, honestly, because there's. People have come up to me and said, like, why would you choose the morning show over the sports show? Like, why did you, you know, ditch the Jaguars? And that's not the case at all. Mm -hmm. So, like, this is really the first platform I've had to really explain 
what Great. happened. So, I mean, if, if you guys are down, I'll quick share that. Please do. We can go from there. Because I was curious, but, you know, I, we're, oh, we don't, no. we're not the people that we don't text each other. Every yeah, day, so yeah, yeah. It'd yeah. be weird to reach out. So I love it. It's know. like Michael Strahan. He's on a morning show. <laughs> yeah, he's sure, not on a sports sure. show. So, um, you know, to not make it so long and long winded here, um, you know, at the time I was doing the morning show, 95.1 WAPE, and I was doing ESPN 690. And the morning show is like a, just a morning ride to listen to Top music. Top 40. Yeah. I mean, we show. play a lot of music, which I don't pick the music, by the way. So uh, don't. No. Like, I, <laughs> that happened like, hey why the fuck you gotta play ariana grande so many times like hey dude i'm not calling the shot olivia so, rodrigo once yeah again. exactly here we are <laughs> that's radio but um so you know the morning show is a great opportunity for me because obviously there's a lot of prestige that comes with that brand and wape so when i signed the contract for the morning show they actually took away my freelance free fee from the sports show i was gonna excuse me, a freelance fee it was nothing. I mean, it was whatever, but it, I enjoyed it. Um, I was proud of it. You know, I was proud of that sports show. So when I took over on the morning show, they said, all right, we don't want you to do both. So we're going to pay you for this, uh, for the morning show, the sports show, you can do whatever you want with it. I'm like, okay, well, let me do this. Let me keep doing the sports show for a year. Um, if the numbers are good, if we're improving, then when my contract's up at the end of the year, we got to talk again. They're like, all right, cool, cool. And at the time in the sports show, I was making endorsement bonuses as well, but I wasn't really getting endorsements. So that, I was mm-hmm. essentially doing it pro bono, free. Yeah. So we go through the whole year. Numbers are better than ever. Um, ratings are better than ever. Um, we actually, in terms of advertising, we, in March, we reached the quarter for the whole year than we did last year. Ooh, so nice. we, we were getting a lot of eyes on it, which was good. When it was time to, uh, you know, my contract comes up and everything, um, I bring it up. I'm like, all right, so here we are. As far as the morning show is concerned, I'm happy with what I'm making there. I want to make what I was making on the sports show. And I don't want to talk numbers or anything, but it was essentially a quarter of what I was making on the morning show. And, you know, they go back and forth and eventually they say no. Um, And that hurt. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, I was essentially I was like trying to better myself and say, hey, I'm going to prove to you that like, I can do both, which I can do both. Um, I did do both. And then they said, well, no, we're not going to pay you. So that kind of pushed my hand a little bit. I'm like, well, if you're not, if you're not going to pay me, I, I can't keep doing this for free right. three hours a day. Right. You know, I mean, I have a son who, who misses me. I can't pick him up from school. Um, it just wasn't going to be feasible. So. Um, the way it was set up was the was on a random Friday. Um, I couldn't say goodbye because they want me to say goodbye, and I couldn't announce that I was leaving, and that was hard too because I always you mean on air on air, oh. and I always told myself like I was never be one of those guys on sports media who if he was gonna leave, I was gonna do it my way. You know, cause I'm so sick and tired of people that are like, oh, all right, I'm going on to bigger and better things, but you're not going to explain it. Like, Because I owed it to those people that listen to me. You know, yeah. like I, I know I had a fan base out there, and I wanted to tell those people, hey, this is why I'm leaving. This is what's happening. It's nothing, you know, on the show. It's just the higher-ups, but I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. So that Friday came around. Um, I, I did my bits that I do. Um, almost <laughs> almost broke down one of them. Oh, damn. And then the only way I could say goodbye was I had a whiteboard. And I said, thanks for the memories. We'll see you later. Now, they, I didn't tell them I was going to do this, but whatever. So I right, said, thanks right. for the memories, Jacksonville. And like nobody picked up on it, obviously, because no one's watching right. the stream. But that, that was my way of saying goodbye. All right. So we fast forward two weeks. I'm fine with it. You know, the show's doing good. Um, but people are wondering where I am because I couldn't say anything. Even on even on Twitter, you couldn't? Yeah, I couldn't say anything on Twitter either. Wait, so you're... Um, and I may have missed a big part here. Is the sports and the morning show owned by the same same company? Gotcha. Yep. That, yeah. That the, the, that'd be like the, the Cox Media Group. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then two weeks go by, and everyone's sh- calling the show, sabotaging the show, saying, "Where's Austin? Where's Austin?" Because we can't say anything <laughs> because because no nobody planned this shit out. Right. Clown movement. Yeah. yeah. So, exactly. <laughs> so then exactly. So then um, I had to go back on the show. 
uh, two weeks later, and then say an official goodbye for an hour. Um, but I had to phrase it as I'm leaving for the morning show. And that's how they wanted me to do it. Now, if it wasn't Brent and Casey um, still on that show, I would have just said, no, fuck that. I'm going to say what really happened. But like, I, I respect them so much. I didn't want to put them in a bad because like, it wasn't their fault. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, we kind of had the, the, the bullshit goodbye saying, yeah, you know, it was fun, but the morning show, you know, whatever. Right, right. Um, we the did corporate, that. The corporate, the corporate stuff. <laughs> the corporate stuff. And then, um, yeah, so then I just went to the morning show and it is what it is now. But yeah, yeah, so it's. But I'm glad if I got to say something about it just yeah. because everyone's been asking me, and I didn't want the, their narrative to be painted like I I ditched the, the Jaguars and the and the sports show for the morning show. It, it wasn't like that. I just wasn't getting paid. Yeah, it just yeah. put you in that position where you exactly. can't say anything. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, I've been saying here doing this podcast. If we don't get more <laughs> I'm done. I'm walking out. It's my house, but I'm still, no, walking, I'm still walking out. Sells it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could just take the pictures down, but yeah, I'm yeah. walk out. Well, yeah, well, little uh, CM Punk on Colt Cabana back in the day vibes. Yeah, there. yeah, so, a little right. behind the scenes, yeah. man. A little mic drop for you there. Yeah, yeah, pipe bomb. Yeah. Uh, so, and now you're. Uh, how much, what's your like time, uh, schedule look like? How much are you dedicating to now that you have a UFC contract? Yeah. I mean, you know, nothing changes there. I know they were super nervous when I got signed by the UFC because then they're like on oh, the morning show, like, Oh shit, we're about to lose him. <laughs> but, um, right. no, that doesn't change at all. You know I mean? As far as the morning show is concerned, I get up at five fifteen every morning, um, go till about 10 30, 11. And then the rest of the day is dedicated towards family and training. So, um, it's a pretty good schedule. Waking up in the morning can be tedious, but you, you build the routine around it and mm -hmm. you're good to go so yeah i mean everything is kind of the same as it has been i'm trying to get back to that man those early mornings when you yeah. feel are productive that early your yeah. rest of your day just goes so smooth no you're it's not just, lying it's just so hard to get up that early for no me. it is i mean the, the person I, I used to do it like back okay. during the pandemic because sure. florida reopened and i was up at six every morning going yeah. to the gym i was like damn it's a good day and feel yeah. productive but now i'm like getting worse about now it, we're so. gonna sleep until 10 11 no yeah. i hear you man <laughs> no, i hear you for sure i hear you uh what's your uh take on the on the Jags, we uh, are dogs, yeah. underdogs, going into Philly yeah. by seven points, despite just like you wow. said, curb stomping yeah. the Chargers. Yeah, but Philly is looks like the team to beat in the NFC. Right they now. are, yeah, yeah. They're, they're. I think they're definitely the real deal. You know, Jalen Hurts. I've always been a big uh, believer of him, and you know, you had AJ Brown, you had Devontae Smith, uh, very high powered offense. It's such a weird time to be a Jaguars fan right it now is. because, like, a part of me is like, is it safe? <laughs> can we can we start talking we this shit now? now? Or yeah. are we yeah. like, is this I haven't even thought about it. I'm just doing real? it. Yeah, you're just, <laughs> doing, <laughs> just doing it. Like, yeah, you're just going with the flow. And like in real time watching the game, I'm like, yeah. is this real? Yeah. I'm, but it is, but I'm still, I'm talking shit. But this doesn't feel right. Yeah, just, because I think what we're just so preconditioned, you know, like even um, in the Washington uh, Commanders game, you know, all right, Miss Field, oh, I've seen this movie before and yep. everything. But then you watch the indie game and okay, it's indie. Right. We get it. Like for whatever reason, yeah. we, we have their number in Jacksonville. After indie, we're all okay. like, okay, we beat them but we do this yeah and then you know the the chargers is like well justin herbert's hand wink no i yeah. don't care they, they, they could throw a football yeah. you know yeah. what i'm saying he's fine and but to I watch mean, the dominant yeah. performance that they had um that wasn't normal we 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 were preconditioned to a certain brand of football and that wasn't it yeah and that was very cool to see that, that, was, that, old, that, gives that you, was 2017 and, and that gives you hope right there yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah. and it's like long-term hope trevor oh, for sure doug yeah like, exactly it, Watching it, it's definitely different. The coaches seem like they know, uh, like they have us prepared for the game, which yeah. is 
before the game, I was like, well, we've seen this storyline before. Herbert's going to come in and light it up. Of course. In the storyline. I feel like Ossacker is going to have like, you know, yeah. three touchdowns. Hunter Henry somehow gets traded back to the Chargers and right. he has three touchdowns as well because that's what Hunter Henry does against yeah. the Jaguars. Yeah. I'm waiting for 70 yard touchdown throws. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never happens. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a different world we're living in. Yeah. And, and I. I love it. But but you see, you know, you see Trevor Lawrence gain more confidence, it seems like. Um, you see a wide receiving core that maybe on paper isn't the sexiest, mm-hmm. but like they all bring something to the table. And and you can't all single out one wide receiver. Right. You know, like, okay, cool, you got Christian Kirk in the slot, take him away. Well then we got Zay Jones on the outside yeah. with some speed. They've all proven that Marvin they can be Jones. productive. Exactly. Which which is definitely um it's great to have in your corner when you have that. But yeah, I mean, when you talk about some teams with wide receivers, you know, you have like that one go-to guy. You got you got to force feed him the ball, and then all of a sudden teams key on that, and now all of a sudden and then you're like, oh, what do I do yeah. now? The Jaguars aren't that kind that's, of team. That's, that's what happened with the Eagles. Yeah, exactly. They keyed on A.J. Brown last yep. game, and then Devontae Smith had 106 receiving yards. Dallas Goddard doing his thing as well. So, yeah. um, But we, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention James Robinson mm. of just how crucial that guy is as well. You know, and I was going to make a video about this. If you go back to when Doug Peterson had that Super Bowl run, yeah, I mean, it was a lot of the quarterback play. It was Carson Wentz getting him there, and then he gets hurt, and then Nick Foles comes in, and, you know, he's St. Nick. But if you go back to watch just what that offense consisted of, LeGarrette Blunt was an unsung hero of that Eagles offense. Now, if you go back to his numbers, wasn't the sexiest. He might have had, like, three or four touchdowns, nothing major, but he had, like, 4.1 yards per carry, um, and he was the workhorse of that offense. It reminds me a lot of what James Robinson's doing. You know, and if you look at what Doug Peterson has at his disposal in terms of the wide receivers and, you know, the offensive line playing pretty well, and you see if James Robinson can stay healthy and the defense. I, I mean, th- listen, I, I know we're like, what, week, right. coming to week four, but I don't like, know what we're missing. How did that happen in one offseason? Yeah. Last year, with how last year looked, it's like, oh, God. And I hated how people are. I hate this in the offseason when national media, mm-hmm. even local media, they'll say, oh, they're a playoff team in two, in two three years. 2024, they're a playoff team. Yeah, yeah, and it could yeah. be for other teams, not just the Jags. In the NFL, teams are so close to yeah. each other. It yeah. doesn't take, and with free agency in the draft, it doesn't take two, three No, years. no, exactly. I mean, you a can, team can turn around like, yes. like you wouldn't believe. I hate when people put timelines on no, when for sure. playoffs. And a lot of that has to do with coaching. You know, yeah. you, you saw a guy last year in Urban Meyer who I thought was going to make a difference and made a difference in all the, the wrong yeah. ways. But yeah. you had a guy who didn't believe in James Robinson. You, you, Insane. You, you had a guy who wasn't giving James Robinson. For no reason. He, he still should be jailed for doing that. Uh. I, going back to Carlos Hyde because of your Ohio State yeah. days, coming in, you pick up James Robinson who just had a thousand yard season and you yeah. don't play him at all. I mean, the, the, the Big Ten Network should have been like, jail. Ah. I mean, he, jail. I mean, he should be like in the, like the, the, the OVC or like the Missouri Valley Network right now, bro. Like the, 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 that call right there is just, uh, it'll always baffle me why James Robinson didn't get the rock more, but it is what it is. Hey, we got Doug Peterson now and I'm happy. So yeah, and we have, we have no, you know, attitude on this team. It's no. all just get, get out there, play football, go mm-hmm. home, do it again. Yeah. Like if you watch the content that they're putting out, yeah. Jag social media team having a good ass. Oh, right as, now, as they should weeks. finally, because you're winning. Yeah. They, you deserve, they deserve it. Hell yeah. yeah. From going through like the clown. Oh, clown going through us. I'll deal with us. <laughs> the, yeah, us. The, the L's, like they have to tweet 
things when we have just terrible seasons they yeah. have to try to get engagement because that's their job of course Facebook, yeah. They, yeah. they just get trolled and, yeah yeah but then you beat the chargers 38 10 and you tweet a picture of a broken charger no and, and also we're back on board with you yeah yeah i mean we went from fucking teal's primary a couple years right. ago for now we're yeah. getting the charger broken and everyone's rallying together it's, it's great to see life. it's crazy like y'all mentioned how fast you can turn around because preseason i'm like five wins most. Oh sure, and now three I weeks in, six. I'm like, if we don't make winning. the playoffs, I'm pissed. Yeah, no, exactly. If we don't make the playoffs, this is a bust season. And, and that was the thing too. It's like, all right, well, you know, Trevon, Trevon Walker, let's give him some time. Let's see how. Well, no, he's good. Oh, yeah. He's good. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the Pro Bowl right now. You it's know, a I'm, Hall I'm, of Fame game. I, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. cast my vote right now. Let's go and get him in the Pro Bowl. That's just it's wild how, how fast it's moving. You yeah. know, and it's very cool to see. And yeah. leading the league in. Defense and I know interceptions. It's what the fuck with never, rookie with never, rookie talent. Never thought dude. I'd see it. You know what I'm saying? Never thought I'd see it in this in this lifetime. Now with Trent Baalke as a GM, no, I for owe sure. him. <laughs> so I'm embarrassed. So I'm, like, go to his office. Just, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, we owe we owe him big time. So, yeah. And thank and I don't want to. I'm I'm not gonna give Shad Khan all the praise yet mm-hmm. because. I feel like he's still, he may have lucked into this. Sure. Which is well, good for him. To be fair, though, how many chances do you get to get to get the luck into something? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because, it's I mean, we, we, we have been through a lot here, you know, um, you know, through Doug Marone, through Urban Meyer, through Mike Malarkey, you know, like there's uh, through Gus Bradley. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I mean, you, you keep shooting, eventually you're going to get your shot, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Hopefully Doug Peterson that shot now. And I guess if we were to give ShotCon credit, it, mm-hmm. it goes to him not budging when everyone said he should fire Trent Balk. This is true. And he didn't. This is true. And whether he didn't because he knew more than anyone else, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe Trent Balky had some dirt on him. I, yeah. I don't know. Man, that's that's what everyone was saying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. I hope he still has it. Yeah. So well, I want him around forever. You know, and like what I heard too was like he was so hellbent on Urban Meyer when a lot of people around him that I heard weren't really on board with Urban Meyer. Right. Uh, and that was Shad Khan's decision. You know, so like Shad Khan kind of died down Shad Khan <laughs> died, died in the hill a little bit, but um, you know, I think he died in the bulky hill too. But now it's it seems to be working out well. So yeah. it's good, good for him, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. what I mean, that's great hill. It says a lot about you when the entire city is coming out saying don't do it. And he's so whole hell, city, hell, water, whole city it. had profile pictures with a clown and a mustache. I know, mustache yeah, on. yeah, and he still stuck to his gun. So I, I respect him for that. I really do. I am happy for them too. Like yeah. they have seen just they took over ownership and had the worst decade. <laughs> Like yeah. and I, I know they're billionaires, but I am happy for them. I like to watch. No, them they they've definitely earned that. Yeah, yeah. And Tony Khan killing it AEW. Of course, I, which was just chaos in itself. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He he. So the drama with the Jaguars ends, and now he has to deal with drama at <laughs> AEW. Yeah, yeah. Um, comes back to the Jags. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he tweeted about the Jags after the Colts win, yeah. Um, and he never tweets about the Jags. No, anymore. never, never. Yeah. I I quote tweet and said, uh, "Oh shit, y'all motherfuckers in trouble." With Tony Khan's <laughs> <laughs> tweeting about the Jaguars. Again. Yeah, I mean, unless it's like Yannick Ngakwe going right. AWOL or something. Yeah, he yeah. kind of keeps quiet. But yeah, we, I'm happy for Tony. Didn't even know Yannick played. Uh, yeah, with yeah, the Colts. Didn't, didn't know Khalil Mack played. Right. Uh, for the Chargers that day. Yeah. Um. It's just our, everything on our team is working. Like I'm, yeah. I'm expecting to beat the Eagles. Yeah, don't know. If, yeah, I'm, then, I'm hoping. It's crazy. To say, I'm yeah. hoping to say after the Eagles game, didn't even notice Jalen Hurts. On no, the no, field. for sure. Oh. <laughs> maybe Jalen has maybe a touchdown. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it, fantasy guys, you know, better bench him this week. It's yeah. like, that's what I'm telling everybody. So it's wild. It's gonna be a crazy game though. Yeah, yeah. And back to James Robinson. All the odds stock, stacked against him. Undrafted, tears his Achilles. Yeah, and 
the team drafts a first round running back. Yeah. And he still is the starting running back on the team. He fought his way back, still getting his numbers. Yeah. Like after, I mean, you can't have more odds against So, him. So it's funny. Uh, and I talked about this on the, on the show back when I was on ESPN 690. I have uh, one of my be- really good friends is a coach at North Dakota State. Um, and he played against James Robinson every single year. And when they got James Rob- Robinson uh, on draft or whatever, I asked him like, hey, this James Robinson guy. What do you think about him? He's like, he's going to be a starter in a couple of years. Thanks. And, I, yeah, he's, and I'm like, all right, well, we have Leonard Fournette right now. So I like, no, <laughs> that, that ain't going to happen. But I'm like, what do you like about him? He's like, you know, if you watched film, if you, if you see the numbers and everything, it's not the sexiest numbers, right? The 40 yard dash, the agility. But if you watch film on him, it takes more than one guy to bring him down. And he's always falling forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, I think he sees it so underutilized that he has his vision. And I'm like, all right. I mean, I'll watch some film. And granted, it's like crappy, grainy, and you know, FCS school kind of film. I'm like, okay, we'll see. But um, he was right. I mean, he he has all those things. He has great vision. Um, he always falls forward, you know. And he's got speed too. Like, don't get a twist. He had a 50 yard touchdown. So he, the, the he, speed is there. not even fully at his speed. No. Yet, and he still looks. Very the guy's fast. come back from an Achilles injury. I want. You see I what Cam Makers is doing. I want to get one of those Achilles. You get, get, a, get a new Achilles? Yeah, yeah. I want to get one of those James Robinson Achilles. <laughs> no, get one of those James Robinson Achilles. Yeah. Get on the James uh, Robinson plan. Your you tennis can, game going oh, stupid. You can play in Australia in no time. But Australian <laughs> Open, Wimbledon, New York Open. Yeah, uh, Willis or whatever versus US Alcaraz. Open. It'll start at the Jacksonville Open, whatever that <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, okay, there you go. There you go. Real quick, did you watch Serena's last match? Yeah, it's yeah, we, so yeah. emotional. Could that be any more emotional? Like, God. I don't watch tennis. Oh, I, yeah. No. Even my coworker who doesn't watch tennis, yeah. he likes tennis now because he saw that. He was like, Oh my gosh, that so is just electric. Everybody was talking about it. I had to turn it on. And man, like, I, I get like most of the rules and everything, but like watching that, like her last set or whatever it was, um, amazing. In the crowd? Amazing. Oh and just gosh. just the emotion of her, like, you know, not wanting to quit. Yeah. Um, almost to tears, overcome with emotion. That was so cool to did see. Did you see the pictures from uh, Fetters last? I did. With him crying with Nadal next yeah. to him, like his lifelong rival. Yeah. They're just like crying so next nuts. to each other. Yeah. Yeah, I love tennis. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I also break. <laughs> oh no! Oh, shit. It's been a fixture. Yep. Yeah, you get mad. All right, <laughs> pull the old Nick Curious on that one. <laughs> nice. um, let's see. Do you think anything will be made since you've been in an NFL locker room before? Do you think anything will be made in the locker room amongst the players about Doug returning to Philly? Um, that's a great question. You know, it, it all depends on the coaches. So I, I played for Doug Peterson um, when I was in Kansas City. He was an offensive coordinator. Right. So uh, I knew him a little bit. And he definitely comes from that Andy Reid coaching tree. Some coaches would make it about themselves and say, hey, you know, this is my homecoming. We got to show up and everything. I don't see Doug Peterson being one of those guys. Like, I think right. the players know what's at hand mm-hmm. um, and know what's up for grabs on not only his former team, but also one of the best teams in the league. So they know the statue. Yeah. 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 So they definitely know the task at hand. Um, You know, the stakes can never be higher, but I don't think it's going to be to in spite to prove, you know, like we got Doug Peterson. That's not gonna be the storyline. It's going to be, we're playing a very good Eagles team at their place, a hostile environment. Let's go win. Yeah. Yeah. I can get that vibe from the pregame postgame speeches that he gives. Yeah. 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 He's all, he's been all business. Yeah. Cause he knows he has a tall task at hand turning around this Jags team for sure. And he's been doing that so far. So he's just going to keep going with that and be like, Hey, we're going to Philly. Let's do what we did in, in LA and yep. do it in Philly. But now it's funny because I think of like Jack Del Rio and like if Jack Del Rio was like, if he's coaching the Raiders and he went back to Jacksonville, I feel like he would make it a little more personal about like going back to Jacksonville. Just some, some coaches like some coaches feed off emotion, mm-hmm. um, you yeah. know, and try to tap into that. And some coaches are very even keeled and no emotion. I think Doug Peterson is the latter. He's zero emotion. 
Which is, I think, is a great coach. It's been working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's always like those offensive-minded guys that are like that, okay. as opposed to defensive coaches. Mm-hmm. You think of like oh, yeah, because um, defense is more raw. Of course, you think of a guy like Bill Belichick, you know, always in your face. You think of a guy, and this is more special teams, like uh, uh, John Har or Jim Harbaugh. Well, John John Harbaugh is in Baltimore. Yes, yeah. Jim was the offensive yep. guy. A guy like Sean McDermott um, in you are right because John was more even keel. Correct, and yeah, Jim Harbaugh. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, any uh, prediction for Sunday? Man, and once again, it's like what what's to believe right now? I, I think I'm, it, I'm in. Yeah, Fuck yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It's no, more I, fun to be in. I, I'm definitely in <laughs> as well. Um, you know, Philly's a great team, uh, and like you, you can't that put that past crazy. them. Their defense is good. Um, what makes me a little nervous is is the mobile quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I hate playing mobile mixed, quarterbacks. Mixed with a, a pretty good tight end who take away the middle of the field, and then I'll also speed on the outside. Devin Lloyd out there. Yeah, you have to just put on Devin Lloyd. See what happens. No, you're not wrong, man. You're not wrong now. Trayvon Island. I saw someone tweet. <laughs> I like it. His big um, ass. I think. You know, I, I think it's going to be a competitive game, and, and that's all I'm asking for right now. You know, like I mean, I, I want to see him win. Yeah, you know, right. like I, I, because I, I'm I'm all in as well. But at this that was a bad slow. That was uh, like three years ago. All, I'm all in. Oh, oh four yeah, years yeah, ago, yeah. All, all over the did, locker room. Hey, did I tell squad. you about the, the whole all in slogan? What we had with um the commercial and shit. That was 2010, wasn't it? That was 20. It would have been malarkey's year, 2012. I'm pretty sure I made a YouTube video using that. And I remember Daryl Smith doing one. Yeah. So mine never got made. So it was me and like a bunch of like random like cheerleaders and like guys at a roulette table. And I have the dice. I'm wearing shades. And I I have dice. And I look at the camera. I go, I'm Austin Lane. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm all in. And I I throw the dice. I'm like, dude. And like the way the 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 guy was explaining to me, he's like, oh, this is going to be badass. Oh, yeah. Totally, totally. Yeah. And then I'm doing it. And I'm like. This is gonna be the dumbest shit ever. Just, <laughs> thankfully, it didn't air. Bro. Yeah. But yeah, me at a roulette table or whatever, uh, throwing the throwing the ball or throw, playing whatever. I think it was craps roulette. Yeah. Whatever we're on the two, but right. um, staying away from all in. That was a forever. nightmare. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm all in. Yeah, yeah I'm all slain. <laughs> and I'm all in. in. And I think even the worst part was I had shades on. I took the shades off to look at the camera. And oh, say, I'm all in. What was our record that you year? Just shoot me. Oh, dude, what two games we won? I think? <laughs> two games. I think two games we won that year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well. I look forward to the business trip Sunday. Yeah. Let's go get a W. What do you guys think is going to happen? Uh, well, I'm all in. You're all in? <laughs> okay, cool. All in? No yeah, said. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking, I mean, I got, I got to be 20, uh, sorry, 31, 28, maybe. I like that. Okay. Jags. I like that. Man, God, this, one's, this, one's tough, this one's tough as fuck to predict, just like the Chargers one was, because I said 27, 20 Chargers win. Sure, sure, so sure. Would have never would have said 38, 10 Jags. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So, like, what do I do here? I'll yeah. be there at the Philly game. Probably like be it. like one of 10 Jags fans there. Yeah, yeah. Philly's going to sell it out. Just be careful. You know, be careful. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. I've heard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I won't, I won't uh, say anything that pisses off a group of Eagles fans. Cause is is the first time in Philly? Uh, second, but second, I haven't okay. like been in the city. Sure, I sure. I just sure. hung out at a park before going to state college. But I got you. Um, I'm all in. Cool. 28-20. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I like that. I mean, holding that team to 20 points would be awesome. <laughs> but be can impressive. you imagine if we do another like 10-pointer? No, for sure. Pointer. For sure. I mean, then we started talking about the, the 85 Bears. Yeah. You know Jags, like, Jags fans said if we're, they beat the Eagles. Jalen Hurts to 10 points. And the Jags fans are saying if they beat the Eagles, they're walking out with a statue. <laughs> <laughs> this is mine now. I like. I love that. We bring the Doug Peterson statue to Jacksonville. I love that. Please. All right. Thank uh, you, Austin. Thanks for right. having me, y'all. I since appreciate it. Uh, any sports things you want to get off your chest since you uh, 
Haven't had a minute to no, chat sports. No, <laughs> that, that's a great call. Um, golf, nothing really happened there. <laughs> golf. You into so, college? College football? Uh, I, I am college football. Shout out to Wisconsin. <laughs> see that shit yeah that was bad um was not bad. nothing really man i mean i think it's it's a great time I mean, obviously mma um you know there's a lot of great stuff in ufc right now i'm excited for but also professional wrestling um mm, yeah. I, I would compare this time to like the and you're a wrestling fan i'm not sure if you're a wrestling fan a lot no, but the, so the bret hart Montreal screw job i mean i i think it's up there with just the chaos right now it's that's happening kind of like the, wrestling. the mix between uh real and fit like uh uh, a shoot a shoot in exactly a, we're in, in a in a work like exactly kind of, we're blending more we're blending so ever. much right now you know and it's um it, it's definitely a, a wild time to be a wrestling fan i'm excited yeah. you know it's only getting better so we'll see with cm punk and kenny omega and the young bucks we're in the street of cm punk's gonna be gone i don't know man i hope he stays but we'll see uh who's your favorite uh right now why is it, why is it i mean it, i know you have to go mjf right <laughs> he's um, just he's hooked me more than anyone yeah in, we still in his header remember what we still yeah that's right i remember i saw that video you guys yeah 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 on his um, twitter header still you know if i'm tony khan i open the checkbook exactly. I, give him, I, I give him whatever he wants because i'm surprised he hasn't yet i know like you can't lose i mean you lost cody and that was one thing okay fine cody's doing his thing now but like you can't lose mjf you, you can't lose a guy that was a pillar of that company and then he goes to wwe because he's gonna kill it wherever he goes yeah. he's that talented yeah. so hopefully they, they keep mjf he's so for talented. sure he's so yeah. good yeah all right man. awesome Appreciate y'all. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show, man. All right, so I tried to play this earlier. Here are the voicemails you guys left us. Have a handful. We'll start with uh, Tyler, Raiders fan, Blackie Blackerson. Uh-oh. You know who this is. I am so fucking done with this goddamn team. 0-3, you have a chance in every fucking game you play in. They scored zero points in the second half, you bum cunt fucks. Fuck you. I fucking hate the Raiders. I'm going to fucking kill myself. There's a rope right here. It's around my neck. I'm jumping. Are you fucking kidding me? You have the best receiver in the NFL, apparently. I guess fucking not, because our quarterback don't want to throw them damn ball. Our line fucking sucks. I'm just, I'm just over it, bro. I'm, I'm bro. fucking done. <laughs> I am fucking done. You're telling me I have to go to the game next week and watch this no. shit 0-3 team? <laughs> I'm jumping off a legion. Again, if I even if I even make it there. Dude, fuck this team. Dude. Fuck the Raiders. I fucking hate everybody. Fuck. I kill myself. He's not done. Another thing. How in the fuck do you have three red zone trips in a row where you get zero points? You scored once, Oof, I'm gonna fucking can't relate. The play calling was hot shit. You're throwing, you're throwing fucking screen passes on third and fifteen. I know that I've had to deal with this shit for the last twenty years with this fucking team. We've had one good season, and then our quarterback snapped his ankle. I don't know how much more I can I can take. This is we had the craziest offseason in our team history, and then we followed up with fucking zero and three. Mm. We're not making playoffs at this point, so I'm glad I didn't make any fucking bets on that bullshit this year, but. Dude, I when I say oh, the Raiders have it worse than any other team in the fucking league, I mean that shit till the day I die. Probably soon. This is the worst <laughs> yeah. shit humanly possible. I'm gonna kill myself. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> uh, if it makes you feel better, Tyler, it's probably gonna get worse. So what you feel now is not the worst. So there's a silver lining. Any thoughts on the Raiders? Um, I, I think they'll win next week. I guess okay. the Broncos. 
Really? Mm. Yeah. You said you didn't think about it, so you did your analysis? Well, I was thinking about it while he was talking because he made me rethink about that the game. That sucks. They have to play the Broncos. They which host, isn't, you they know, the Broncos kind of look kind of messy. It's home for the Well, no, no Raiders game is home. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's corporate bullshit yeah. stadium. It's like they have the most expensive tickets in the NFL because it's Vegas, so like the actual fans don't even go. Um, it's always away team fans. I went to Bears Raiders last season. It was all Bears fans. Well, Bears travel very well. Well, every game's like that is my point. But um, yeah, I think Raiders are gonna, you know, find a way. If and not, zero and four. Zero and four look is nasty. It's gonna look disgusting. And with two division losses, they're they're done. It, yeah. Uh, like when you win, I feel it's easier to say that you're done when you're losing early in the season than it is if you're winning early in the season because people are like telling us to slow down our role because it's early but like we're winning games so like shut up but you're zero and four you're done like (laughs) if how do you turn around an zero and four team in the nfl like if that's how you're looking has any zero and four team made the playoffs if that's how you're looking i feel like you're gonna look like that all year um yeah who the chargers play this week curious with all those injuries oh phone acting up it's that iphone you don't got the 18 you in trouble <laughs> <laughs> in 1992 the Chargers started 0 and 4 and they finished 11 and 5 and won the division 92 oh, it's the only yeah to this day it's the only nfl team to start 0 and 4 still make the playoffs wow chargers have the texans oh. who texans beat them last year yeah. 41 revenge to game. 20 revenge game yeah Damn, that's a good one. And then Chiefs Bucks. And Texans are 0 and 2 and 1. 0 yeah. 2 and 1. 0 2 and 1. I no love wins. that. That's beautiful. Uh, all right, next voicemail. Yo, what up, Dad? It's Derek down in Duval. Just want to say what a weekend of football it was, man. I'll start off with Saturday with my Gators fucking losing to Tennessee. I was pretty gutted, man. I was ready to fucking end everything. Me too. I was going to call Putin himself and. Go ahead and tell him to press the button, man. I was ready to fucking go. Uh, but luckily, Sunday, Jags picked me right back up, man. Allowing only one touchdown eight quarters of football. Are you fucking kidding me? God, dude, what a breath of fresh air. Um, man, it. Trevor Lawrence was solid, tossing the rock around. Everybody got to eat. Doug Peterson in the bag, man. <laughs> Let the nuts hang, baby. <laughs> fucking nuts. Anyway, uh, he's so cool. Uh, Austin Lane, if you're listening right now, I heard you might be on the pod. Uh-huh. So, uh, man, congrats on the dub. I'm glad I'll never have to fight you. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Have a good pod, boys. Love y'all. I still want to see Trevor, like, and Trevor even said this in the post game. We still have to prove that we can finish a team when it's a close game. We okay. killed the Colts. God, his awareness is like A1. Killed the Chargers. And those games were never close. I was never nervous. I want to see. That that still is the one thing we have to prove. Yeah, I want to see us 20 to 20 or 23. Maybe we're down 23, 27. Can we do what Kirk Cousins did to the Lions and score with 50 seconds left to take the lead? (laughs) That that would feel better than a blowout. Yeah, it would. In the moment. Like that one moment of like. That one play that'd be like... I think, yeah, I, 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 I think the high of that is better than knowing that we're going to win the game. Because, yeah. like, at the bar, we knew, like, this is over. Right. But yeah. if, let's say it was 30-31, or let's say we needed a touchdown to score, and, you went and on, we were yeah. driving, just our hearts would have been pounding right. for that whole drive. 
and then to finally get in the end zone, I think that would have been much better feeling for yeah. sure. I think we still got to prove that. But if we're going to blow everybody out, I'm cool with that too. <laughs> <laughs> right. But come playoffs, I'm sure, like, I'm saying we're going to play. That's <laughs> it. Okay. Come playoffs, you know, the game's going to be a little closer. Like, Lamar Jackson's not going to let us blow him out. So, God, look God. at me predicting this shit. This is so scary. We're going to bring this take back when we're in this round one. This is John Michael oh. from Duval okay. County. And, oh, my God, did that actually happen yesterday? Two weeks in a row where it blew the doors off the opposition and on the West Coast? Like, I can't fathom it in my head still that we look dominant two weeks in a row. I know people are going to make excuses about how we own the Colts and how Justin Herbert was like 70% at best, but it's the NFL. And looking like that, I'm still lost for words. I... I just want to thank you guys again, though, for also inspiring me to make a podcast on my own. Oh. I'm not going to promote it, do it too much already. I just want to say I love you guys. And it's Eagles week. going to be a lot tougher, but I think we can at least make it competitive. It? Have a good rest of your day, guys. Is it going to be tougher? Yeah. Imagine we beat the brakes off. Imagine. <laughs> 42 to 3. 42. Holy 42 shit. 42 to 17. My God, like, I don't even know what to expect anymore, but that's a possibility. It's crazy. Uh, thank you, John Michael. Yeah, good luck with your pod. Yeah, I love you. What's up, guys? This is Bryce from Indianapolis. First of all, congrats on your Jags. Um, dominated the Chargers. Um, but anyway, my Chicago Bears, mm. um, two and one somehow. But um, it's, doesn't, it's not a not good feeling, two and one. Too hot on offense, besides our boy Khalil Herbert. Um, with 100 <laughs> rushing yards. Um, Fields, 23 completions around three games. Where's I just Montgomery? hope we get it together. Um, 23 completions for Fields. So we got Giants three games. Hopefully we shut down oh. Saquon and Dan Grimes and he's garbage. So Roquan Smith needs to get paid. Um, other than that, have a good pod. So excited for us in the season, though, because week to week, the NFL is so unpredictable. Um, so have a good pod, guys. Not according to Andy's record. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, it's quite predictable, even against the spread. <laughs> the Bears, uh, I heard a stat. It was something like th- through three weeks, they've ran 45 passing plays to 114 run- rushing plays, which is like wow, crazy. The Bills would never. Yeah. I don't Bro, know if the Bills have a running back. I don't game. understand the Bears team, <laughs> Justin Fields. First game, 8 of 17. Second game, 7 of 11. 7 of 11. First game, 8 for 17. That's yeah. Like, are they just going three and out every drive? And and just run the ball. And just, not, not, wait, what about no Montgomery is, Montgomery is, was hurt or what? He got hurt and then okay. he left the game this week. Why are you checking waivers, chill? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lions fan next. What's up, boys? This is Colton calling in from Denver, Colorado. Just calling to talk shit about my Detroit Lions for blowing another fourth quarter lead against Kirk's stupid fucking goddamn cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. Up 14-0 in the first half. Jared Goff throwing on all cylinders. Great fucking first half, and then our defense just doesn't show up. Second overall pick, Aiden Hutchinson, with astonishing zero tackles. But it's all right. 
one and two. Our get right game is next week against the pussy ass Seahawks. Seabass, if you're listening, your team isn't shit. Your only claim to fame for this entire season will be beating Russell Wilson in week one. Other than that, your team is fucking garbage. Love you, boys. Bye. <laughs> you see what I was talking about? The Lions fans? They talk all this shit. <laughs> but their team is fucking garbage. Well, uh, it's garbage. I said they're promising. That's all they are. Until they show us something different. They are showing a lot this season. But eventually, you got to start finishing games. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be the reason Dan Campbell doesn't survive whenever he gets let go. The narr- the reasoning will be, well, we need a coach that's going to, you know, finish these games. Yeah, like uh the Chargers coach last season, um Anthony something. Like Lynn? Anthony Lynn. Yeah, the Chargers were in every game last year. They couldn't finish. So they still had uh Staley last year. It was 2 years ago Anthony oh, Lynn. 2 yeah. years ago. But now they have Staley, and the Chargers fans do not like him. Um, and he has had a lot of questionable calls. Like, I wanted to fire him after the the end of the season the playoff game. game. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I said I said on a few weeks ago, like, I'm, I'm all for when you know that a coach isn't good. Like, when he just doesn't have it, like, let him go. Save the time. Like, Hackett should have been fired after week one. Nathaniel Hackett from the Broncos. Um, week one <laughs> yeah. you're gone yeah <laughs> just my take I'm dead. next uh and final voicemail to send us out of here what is up dun and drew this is zach calling from lakeland florida so i'm sure you can guess i'm gonna talk real quick about my gators we lost <laughs> please don't but you know what for a fraction of a moment we recovered that onside kick and i felt like a jets fan I thought Anthony Richardson was going to leave a, lead us to the promised land. Yes, he threw a pick, but you know what that game gave me? It gave me something I'm sure you Jags fans are feeling right now, and that's hope. Hope for the future. Mm. Ventrell Miller, number 51. I, I know he's a senior, Who? but he's a Lakeland boy. Who? I got to shout out my mans. He apparently played with fractured bones in his foot, and dude was all over the field looking better than half the nfl linebackers out there and keep an eye out on that man no he he is he's gonna be good he's gonna I be very good one day. hibernating <laughs> we're not we're done with you at football i told you that 40 minutes uh, an hour or 20 ago I told you we're done with uf you lost to tennessee you're gonna be out of the role well, you're probably out of the ranking there yeah we're done with uf it was hype after week one we're done we're moving on it's college football you're done Weird ending on uh, that call. Uh, Gators take after now. Yeah. <laughs> any last thoughts from any of you guys? Um, In- looks like the Tampa International Airport is suspending their operations Tuesday ahead of, but you know they're getting the okay. blunt of the yeah the force. A Tampa resident texted me today. I was like, he's a Penn State fan, so I you know we texted her in the game. I was like. Uh, excited to go to Philly and wear my Penn State hoodie in the airport this weekend until I have to, you know, change teams for NFL. And he completely ignored me and talked about me. I'm scared for this hurricane. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, is it going to be, ain't it going to be a cat one when it lands? He said, no, it's going to be a three. So Not in Tampa. Not in Tampa? It, no. no it, it, when it hits Tampa, it'll be up there. Pretty fierce. That one is mm-hmm. not that serious, right? Right. right. It, it, 
Tropical the higher storm. the number, the worse it is. Yeah. Okay. So he said it's going to be like category three type shit when it arrives to Tampa. So I was like, all right, well, good luck. I, safe though. God, it's so nice to see this happening and not being local. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for the destruction of Tampa. <laughs> nice to not be in local news anymore and have to oh, yeah. work through it and report on every single thing that happens. Like they love storms. Well, yeah. you it's love just, storms. I do. Yeah, you do love I do storms. love it, but you I like a little too much. I love them from like a fan perspective. What's like I want to <laughs> not, not a player perspective. Right. Perspective. A fan I want to be on the outside looking, like watching it as a fan. I want to. I love the uh, storm footage. Reporters out there in a the field with the wind hitting them, it's rain. Like exactly what you didn't like at like, your old job, right? That's what I didn't. Li- I didn't like actually having you like other people. Going through yeah, it. I like watching it. Kind of like if I worked for the Jags, if I had to work game days, hell no. I want to be watching that shit as a fan. That's why I like hurricanes. I want they entertain me. I love the coverage. I don't want to lose power. God, that would suck. We didn't lose power with uh, Matthew in Daytona when I rode out the storm. We may have lost it for a little bit, but it came right back on. So sometimes... Um, that hit right after the Jags annihilated the Texans, right? I don't remember. That was 2017. That was 18. I guess it was 17. This was the hurricane that came before the Jags made the AFC Championship. Mm. Matthew, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember the Jags schedule back then oh i should play uh people kind of got a kick out of it i think a lot of people forgot about this clip um back when matthew was on its way to us (laughs) this uh fox news clip it's one of my favorites yes melbourne daytona beach all the way up to jacksonville this moves 20 miles to the west and you and everyone you know are dead all of you because you can't survive it it's not possible unless you're very, very lucky. And your kids die too. <laughs> yes. That's why I love it. Yeah. When he did that, I was, oh man, I was like, fuck yes. And after he said that, <laughs> bring it, it on. It moved a little to the east. Yeah, it did. So it moved away. We didn't get the full impact. So if we did, he might have been right because we had some pretty significant damage for it moving just a little to the east. So if you're in Tampa, be safe. We're going to have some rain here. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, but we'll still be in the booth on Thursday in the in the storm. Jack might not, <laughs> right? Yeah, may, yeah. TBD, right. TBD. Well, we'll see you Thursday, regardless, rain or shine. Make sure y'all go check out our Chargers reaction. W YouTube.com slash Dun and Drew. Um, I'm not watching Monday Night Football, but until next time, this has been Dun and Drew, baby. Peace. Go Jags but not a Jags podcast.